we go. Now oh, we're live. Hey. Yes. A lot of buttons to be pushed all at the same fucking time. I'm sitting here like I hear a mouth moving. I, 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 I just, just you know. I just Jimmy G'd that in the Super Bowl. Like, you know, I needed to. Oh, you're wide open. I needed to throw that like 20 feet shorter than it should have been, and I didn't. I fucked it all up. But that's okay because all's well that ends well. And here we are live on the one, the only, the new Bedford Guide. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. I am Joey Fetz. This is Row 1 Seat 1. With me, as always, Darkness in the building. And joining us tonight, sitting in, uh, nope, Sean did not lose a bunch of weight and get much better. <laughs> looking in over uh, the course of six Found days fountain of youth yes he did not and uh, i mean he's he's definitely got like i think sean could pull off the hair i think he could definitely pull off the yeah, hair not the color but not the color or the thickness maybe the thickness does your barber charge you double brandon do you charge him double I don't know. You're going to have to ask Made Barbers about that. They're going to have to ask Made Barbers. Okay. Anyhow, so we've got Brandon. Brandon's joining us in. He's part of the Row 1 Seat 1 family now. He's going to be uh, doing the Shut Up and Dribble podcast, uh, which will be broadcasting live or live or pre-recorded. It'll be on Row 1 Seat soon. 1. Very soon. Uh, within What's the time frame for you guys? What are you looking at right now? Yeah, we're looking at early March, you know, and uh, I know myself and my co-host, Tyler and Alex, we're very excited to get on this show. And uh, it's going to be all basketball related. You know, we're excited early March and uh, we're going to get right into the swing of things. So you're a Celtics fan. I, I, I love the Celtics. You can tell by the shirt. I'm very sorry. How, do you, how, how, have, you, how have you fared? I mean, maybe you can tell Keith. I mean, Keith is a Celtics fan, too. I, and, 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 and I would I'd just like to know, like, I mean, I've seen, Jesus Christ, what am I up to? Ten championships in my lifetime? What, what have you seen? One? I've seen uh, I've seen one championship. Well, I was just saying because you look a little yeah, younger than say, us. He's definitely young. Twenty three, so. you know. So I didn't oh, get the luxury. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I didn't get the luxury. Oh yeah. So he just saw one. Shit. So you he were like just a made the cut for one. Baby, I when came they close were in, in uh, twenty ten. You know, but they took out Perk. So uh, yeah, I know. And, and, and you know, it would have been three straight for the Lakers had you know Andrew Bynum not gotten. I mean, so we're talking about Oscar in the trash can. Either way, right? Yes. I mean, and you'll you'll get to know some of the listeners on this show as you listen to it. Marcus will be here to tell you that. Uh, you're a total asshole if you think that <laughs> Perk is the only reason why they lost that series. I mean, it is, but, you know. It totally isn't, but uh, we'll, we'll, you know what? We've got a lot of yeah, time we'll get there. We'll get to there. get into that, um, but tonight it's going to be a Super Bowl. It's going to be a football-driven show. we got the Super Bowl. We've got Matt Stafford uh, changing coasts, sort of. I guess I mean, it's a coast. Yeah, not really, but going from central to a coast. I had Jared Goff, you know, and at least in Jared Goff's mind, Matt Stafford going east is where uh, careers go to be revived, at least <laughs> according to Jared Goff. Um, so Matt Stafford goes to the Rams. Uh, uh, Goff goes to Detroit. We'll get into that. We'll get into everything there is to talk about when regards to Deshaun Watson, where he could potentially end up, how the Stafford trade affects it. There's going to be a whole slew of dominoes that are going to fall here over the next couple of weeks. Uh, maybe even days less than that. I'm thinking probably by this time next week, we're going to have some major moves uh, throughout the NFL. Things I'm hearing, we'll get into the Broncos, the Jets, the Dolphins, uh, their quarterback situations, the Niners, where Jimmy G, whether he stays, whether he goes. Uh, the NFC West in general, which is already now looking like it's going to be maybe the best division we've ever seen mm. in terms of just top to bottom, like every all four teams could potentially be not only playoff teams, but, but like Super Bowl really teams. Really good, yeah. Uh, so we'll get into that. It's it's the NFC best now. Uh, you got the NFC least and the NFC best. Uh, it's it's just the way it goes. So 774-992-8702. That's the phone number if you want to get in touch with us. Feel free to call in, chime in. And anything else that you want to talk about, just because we're not talking about it, doesn't mean we won't. Uh, it's not on the list. Doesn't mean we can't, uh, we can't comment on it. So give us your thoughts, your feelings on everything about the week that was the last... 
the the week, the footballless week, the week that just like it, it's like a stab in the fucking chest because you're like you get to Sunday and you're like, all right, yeah, 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 Sunday, yeah, yeah, and then ah, uh, oh, I gotta wait another week. You know the the, the Sunday. It's funny because the Sunday between the Super Bowl and the championship games always routinely one of my worst days as a human being. Like it's you go from that like football, 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 football for nineteen, you know, eighteen straight weeks, and then you get to that week and you're like, and it just it puts me in a bad mood. Like I lash out at people. I remember I berated some manager at Papa Gino's like five years ago. Uh, on that Sunday, I I yelled at the lady at the liquor store because she wouldn't let me buy booze uh, because <laughs> because I had my license which had expired because it was on my birthday, but I had the paper. Like replacement, yeah. And she's like, "Oh no, 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 no! You cannot use that." And I'm like, "Okay, but <laughs> like, here's but, but, but my real this one. Is the two of them. And then yeah. here's the replacement one." And she's like, "No, no, 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 no! You cannot do that. like." I'm like, All right, "Whatever." And I like fucking went off on her. Probably not her fault. And then I went and I ordered Papa Gino's, and they like charged me the wrong amount. Then they charged my credit card twice. Then they tried to blame me for it, and I just ripped. I mean, obviously, we worked at Gino's, oh, yes, we so did. I knew the ins and outs of how yes, that whole thing went. I went nuclear on this motherfucker. Like this You're like, dude. Bro, let me tell you something. I was there for like four years. Yeah, I was. I literally said that to him. I was like, "Do I need to drive up there?" And go in your office and show you how to do your fucking yeah, job, legit. you fucking idiot. And I, I even dropped Tom's name. I don't even know Tom still works. I was like, I'm calling Tom. Your fucking job He's is mine. Like, your ass is mine. You never had your fucking career. I hope you fucking got your resume dusted off, you fucking loser. And this kid's like, I don't know what your fucking problem is, man. I was like, I'm going to show you what my fucking problem is when I come up there and put my size 13 straight up your fucking dickhole. So it's always a bad, it's always a bad Sunday for me. This Sunday, not so bad. I went and threw axes out at Stumpy's in Fall River. Uh, which was fantastic. Over there. Yeah. Sounds like a good time. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny. This is great. You when you really, you really gotta like mouth your mic. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, you gotta like close. Yeah, you gotta make love to this it. Shit. Like, all we're right. not just doing right. this because we like to. We're doing this because we have to. Okay, let's do it. Like and it's adjustable. See, look, 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 look at the difference. Oh, I think it goes up and down. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's good. You're good. You're doing nice Back workout. Yeah, we're yeah. I know those chairs are a little high for over there. Think. Well, we're working on it, bro. Yeah, we you work on it. You've been promising me you, fucking office chairs for like a year and a half now. First of all, this is a Secret Lab Titan Double XL. Okay, this is <laughs> the luxury of all luxury gaming chairs. This thing right here. I might just kick it old school and just. Oh, you right. can do there that. We go. There we you go. can do that. You this thing. Mic school. drop at some point. This chair. I'm telling you right now. If you are in the market for a gaming chair. SecretLab.com, and this is a shameless plug. They pay me nothing to do this. I just sit in one for hours on hours every single day. This chair fucking rules. I've fallen asleep up here in this chair. Yeah, we've gotten sense. the picture of Looks the comfy. dent in his forehead from the microphone. <laughs> I, yeah, I've definitely done that before, but <laughs> yeah. mostly because, I yeah. mean, well, it's look, padded, look so. how far this thing reclines. I mean, like, look at this Wow. Shit. Oh, yeah, all right. The viewers don't need to see that. Like, let's just <laughs> let's just face. I mean, on let's that. do a whole show with him taking a nap. Nah, I mean, you don't want to hear that. You don't. You don't want that beef. <laughs> the yeah. mic might even pick up the snoring. I don't That's, know. That's uh, this. Not this, the snoring I'm worrying about. This thing goes back all the fuck away. It comes like a nice little like memory foam pillow and everything. Like it's wow. Secret Lab makes some quality quality equipment. Uh, but Very anyway, long. let's get into some football. Let's get into the Super Bowl. Let's get into. Uh, well, first off, actually, no, fuck that. Let's uh, we'll, we'll save the Super Bowl for the second hour. Let's get into the Matt Stafford trade because obviously, uh, this is like I said, the first major domino to fall. Uh, this is the first big time move we've seen of a quarterback in his prime mm. in a very long time, if ever. I can't really recall 
anyone like Peyton Manning moved, but it wasn't, you know, he, he was, was coming off the injury. Come, yeah. uh, and he was, what, 36 at the time? 37? Well, I mean, Carson had the injury as well. Carson was banged up. There's never uh, been a guy that's moved like this. And we're anticipating seeing Deshaun. Montana was already beat up. Yeah, everybody's already been beat up. Deshaun Watson, Tom Brady was 42 years old. Like, no one actually gives a shit Lens about him anyway. For. He's a fucking loser. <laughs> He's going to be a loser on Sunday, but we'll save that for later. Um, Stafford heading west. Or east. Or east, according to golf. We don't know. Mm. Uh, so let's talk about this. So give me, uh, you guys give me your thoughts on it. I wrote the article for Row1Seat1.com last night. I don't know, Brandon, was that up yet? It's up. Okay, so you can go on Row1Seat1.com. You can see the article I wrote uh, about Matt Stafford getting traded and, and why this is, because I feel like this is a desperation move for the Rams. Uh, it is a desperation move. I don't feel it. It is a desperation move, but it also works out for everybody involved. But give me your guys' uh, your guys quick two cents Um I mean, you know me, I love Stafford. I, I've always been a huge Matt Stafford guy. Um, he He's a gamer. I, I've said this since he's come into the league with Detroit. They've had shit teams. He's made the playoffs, what, just one time? They got eliminated first game. By Dallas. The year that Dez catch, did catch the ball. The catch. Dez did catch it. I, I get it. But, again, I mean, Stafford's thrown for 45,000 yards already in his career. He's, I think he's like, thrown for seven straight 4,000-yard seasons, yeah, which no, is a record. I believe he's thrown – I'm going to get the exact numbers here, but I believe he's thrown for 45,000 yard, 45, yards with the, um, with the Lions. And you're talking about, yeah, he had Calvin Johnson for a few years, but then it's kind of been like plug-in guy yes, A 45,109. Yeah. So plug-in A, plug-in B, and that's been your wide receiving core. No tight end, no running game, no nothing, and the dude's still putting up numbers. Yeah, he threw for seven seven straight years he threw for 4,000-plus yards, mm -hmm. including a 5,000-yard season in 2011. Right. So they're getting a guy that can deliver the ball to the wide receivers that can actually get open now. Whereas Jared Goff before would see that guy wide open and be like, uh, <laughs> just completely airmail him, throw it into the ground, or get sacked for not pulling the trigger. I mean, you saw it in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. He's never been different from that game. Yeah, he never really, uh, he no. never took the step from that game that I think a lot of us thought and hoped he would, mm -hmm. because he was a good quarterback, big arm, big talent. Uh, I, I mean, I think I think it's good for him to get a fresh start. But Brandon, give us your your two cents on it. Well, listen, the only good thing for Jared Goff right now is he looks like Ryan Gosling. I mean, he's got the money. He's got the contract. Ah, I like it. He's got jokes, ladies. <laughs> a few of them, you know. They're up my uh, short sleeve here. But there you go. I think, uh, I think the, Rams, the, the Rams definitely regret that contract, and they knew they had to make a desperate move. But here's the deal. If you're going to trade a bunch of first-round picks for a guy to draft him in 2016 and then flip him in multiple picks to get Stafford – I mean, what a head-scratcher move that is. Uh, is Stafford really that much of an upgrade compared to Goff? Yes. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in. I, I'm glad you brought that up because that was kind of the first place I wanted to start with this uh, because the compensation to me is already unreal. We talked about this pre, you know, uh, before the show, before we went live. I, I'm, I'm big on, on draft picks. I'm big on not giving away your whole draft. Like, we've seen guys – like, we've seen the Ricky Williams deals, the Herschel Walker yeah, right. deals. Like we've I mean, seen Herschel, that Herschel – is the best example that you can give. We'll circle back later. But what I was getting at is this this deal, right, is Stafford that much of an upgrade over Goff? I think the answer you're looking for is yes, and I yes. think it's a resounding one. 100% my answer. If Matt Stafford is the quarterback for the L.A. Rams this year in 2020, I believe we are talking a Rams-Chiefs Super Bowl on Sunday. Either a Rams-Chiefs Super Bowl, but Rams in 
the championship game with a because chance to the, go to the Super Bowl. The Rams had a chance league. to win their their, I mean, their wild card look game. Look what they did with Jared Goff with with no thumb. With uh, and, and what was the backup quarterbacks that, that came in and actually started uh, that game? It, well, yeah, yeah only, Woodrow, whatever. He only, he only lasted three plays. Yeah, it's and then and then <laughs> Jar- and then it was like and Jared, Jared Goff, Goff was like, like, I have no thumb. All right, I guess I'll play. Like, all right, so that that really. So, yes, to answer your question, yes, I do think he is that much of an upgrade. But the reason why this is a desperation move by the Rams is because the Rams realize they have a, basically a two-year window here to win this Super Bowl. And if they come up short in the next two years, this trade is all for naught. Mm. It's a wasted trade, and, and it's going to set the Rams back big time. If you win the Super Bowl, nobody cares. You can get set back six, seven, eight years if you want to. As long as you win something, no one cares. But the Rams... You got to look at it this way too, though, because the Rams don't have draft stock. They have no first round picks. They haven't had first round picks. Jared Goff was their last first round pick. They haven't in had 2016. Them. Yes, and they're not going to have them for a long time. Yeah, before that was Aaron Donald. So they've done pretty good they, in their they, first rounds. But they haven't had one Todd since. Gurley. Think about it. All their first round picks, while well, they've gotten them talent, Jalen Ramsey, other guys like that, but they can't draft young. Right, the Rams so, the Rams, so the Rams are taking the let's let's trade the draft stock away for the proven commodity. The Rams are playing basketball in the National Football League and it doesn't work. It doesn't work for long. It no. will work for a year or two and I believe in this case it will work for the Rams because right now when you write it down on paper, all right, I mean, the Rams got the best defense in the league. They just got Matt Stafford. That's, that's a championship team. But that's, they don't have a first-round pick team. until 2024. That's the best team. Wow. In the, right, but that's the best team in the NFC next year. Yes. Maybe even the NFL. But now you're talking Aaron Donald that is turning 30. No, oh, he's younger than that. Uh, I don't know about that, Tim. I want to say he's turning, like, 30. It doesn't matter because he only got two years. He's got – after this year – He is turning 30. There is there is an opt-out for Matt – for Aaron for Donald. Aaron Donald, and they're going to rework it and do all oh, the shit. They're either going to have to pay him a boatload of money gone. or he's gone. But I don't see him – by the time that contract's ready to go, look at the year he had this year, a couple of injuries, not as productive as he's been lately. But he's this, still the best – Arguably, I'm and, and not going to debate you on this because the we'll, dude is nasty. We'll have this debate during the offseason. When does he turn into J.J. Watt? But is, is Aaron, nasty when he's on the field, when he's on the field. Mm. But he really isn't that unhealthy like all the time. No, but once it happens, it happens. This year, the ribs, the arm, the leg. Like This year was the first year where you looked at him like, hmm, maybe he's not going to be Mr. Durable for the next four years. And they're paying him a shit ton of money. Did you just break your stuff? <laughs> oh, you pissed him off, Keith. Yeah. I was like, "What? That's what I'm I was like, "Where the for? fuck is my?" Qu- I get my, my two cents working. all the time. Oh, right, every time I leave here, so I gotta get it my mouth's worth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, no, but to your point, Keith. Yeah, like Aaron Donald. Oh, look, I'm not saying he's gonna be trash in next year or the year after, but I'm right, just saying. Let's just let's just look. At let's 30, just look. At, say at 31 years old, who's gonna pay him that top when tier was, money anymore? When, how many games do you think Aaron Donald's missed in his career? Six. I'm going to go eight. It's actually four. Okay, so see, I was close. Wow, so okay. four. So four games. So and they were all this year? So, uh, <laughs> no, I actually. He, missed, he missed two games, right? Zero. He missed zero games. He started in all 16 games. Yeah, really? he didn't play full games, though. He that, started in all 16 yeah. games this year. <laughs> that's, so, that's I, I don't know what else to tell you. He started <laughs> yeah. in all 16. I mean, we can uh, finish all 16. We can, we, can split his, we can split ends here. But still, 13 and a half sacks this year as a defensive tackle. That's, that's fucking good. incredible. Yes. I mean, look, I, I, I'm going to go on record on the show, maybe for the first time ever, and say I was dead ass wrong about Aaron Donald not being the best defensive player in the league oh, what, back when we were talking ago? about Khalil Mack, Von Miller, and Aaron Donald. I had Von Miller and Khalil Mack well, above him. Back, what, with the Mack trade when we were talking about that? Back to the Mack yeah. trade. Yep. And, 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 you know, Von Miller is a Super Bowl MVP. 
Khalil Mack was an absolute game wrecker at the time. I don't remember the last time I heard Khalil Mack's name. Yeah, he's regressed, honestly. And uh, has not, he regressed, or is it just at least a little he's, bit? He's just overshadowed because it's Chicago. Like he's still causing havoc. But Chicago's he's just a big, not putting up the numbers. Chicago's a big market team, and no, people love them. I'm not and saying the Chicago defense was maybe the second best defense in the league this Correct. year. Correct. But Mack wasn't putting up but the numbers is, that you usually so see where from was, Mack. Where was Khalil Mack? When Von Miller was on the best defense in the league in 2015, everybody knew who the fuck Von Miller was. Mm. I'm just throwing it out there. So I'm going to say I was dead-ass wrong about Aaron Donald not being the best defensive player in the league because not only are we entering into – we've already surpassed the part where he's the best defensive player in the league. Now we're starting to enter into territory where is he the best defensive player of all time? Uh, if he could do this for another couple of years, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say he can be. He's a, like you said, he's I'm going to say he can be. He's 30 years old. He's turning 30. He's got 85 and a half sacks as a defensive tackle. Yeah, that's why well, he and does play some four, outside, but for the seven most part, seasons, he's in the middle. Seven seasons, 85 yeah. and a half sacks. That is insane that's when Bruce, you think about Bruce it. That's Bruce Smith shit right there. Right. Reggie so, White shit right there. Do you put him up there with Bruce Smith, Reggie White? Rod Woodson, Lawrence Again, Taylor, if, if those can, type of things. If he can continue this for another Warren year. Warren Sapp. Who say, I think say if he comes out next year and he gets another 15 sacks. Yeah, he's up there because now you're talking 100 sacks as a defensive tackle. But what if he gets another injury? I mean, if the injuries continue to, you know, Then he doesn't make career. that elite but what company. It, but what injuries were you talking about? Hey, it could be a rib injury. It could well, be he had a, the rib injury, but it didn't stop him from playing this year. It didn't stop him from playing. It just stopped him from being productive. Mm. 13 and a half sacks of a defensive tackle no, no, no. is pretty fucking the productive. Ribs, the ribs were the last week of the year. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. 13 and a half sacks is pretty goddamn productive. And but what, what to, the point, the to the point of Stafford, uh, actually, I don't even know what he did in the playoffs. I, I, he didn't I'll, do much I'll, because I'll he ended his, up being a third down guy because of his rib I'll issue. look at his game log. Um, but yes, go, I mean, going back to Stafford, why you looked that up, I, I truly do think that Stafford is the difference that gets the Rams back to where they want to be. And he could do it this year and next year before anything becomes an issue with cap, with everything else. He had two and a half sacks this year in the postseason in two games. So he had a half a sack against Green Bay and two against Seattle. Saying it's not bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they played Seattle in the wild card round, remember? Mm -hmm. They they dicked him down. Yeah, that was when the quarterback got knocked out. Yeah, and, and they were in that Green Bay game. I mean, think about it. They beat Green Bay. They go when they – can you imagine Tom Brady, the fits Tom Brady would have had? He threw three interceptions against Green Bay's trash-ass defense. This is true. What would he have done against the Rams? Like, this wouldn't even be a question. Yeah. So, going back to Stafford, though, Stafford – and this, again, goes back to Brandon's original point of is Stafford that much of an upgrade over golf? The answer is yes. It's yeah. a resounding yes. Now, do I think that the compensation was proper for Matt Stafford? I personally hate the compensation. And I, I get it because the Rams are all in, right? And that's why when I said on Facebook yesterday or the day before, whatever it was, that this is a total desperation move by the Rams, I was 100% on target with that statement. This is a desperation move. The Rams understand the window is small. It's not because it's a bad deal for the Rams. It's not because it Stafford's not a good player. No, that's not the point the I'm yellow, making. It's the yellow flashing light. It is. The light just turned yellow. Mm -hmm. Do you hit the brakes and stop? Or do you say, fuck the police and mash the gas? The Rams said, fuck the police. And now they're going straight through the fucking red. And that's fine because they needed to. Yeah. Because like we just said, Aaron Donald is probably going to be, he's going to want a new contract after next year. Jalen Ramsey's going to Well, he just out. cashed in. Jalen Ramsey's going to break, but his deal twenty at the end of the 2022 season, he's gone. I thought it was, 
2024. The contract goes beyond that, but there's the opt-out and the dead money, and they can get rid of him, I believe, after 2022 for next to nothing. Oh, see, I thought it was the year after. So they pay him for this year and next year, and then he's gone. So basically the Rams have a two-year window. This is a desperation move. You don't give up two first-round picks, a former number one overall pick, and a third-round pick. Well, and there's, there's one more aspect to it that, that none of us have hit yet. Jared Goff's contract is fucking awful. Well, that was my that was so, that was going to be my next point was that okay. they kind of Brock Osweiler this thing. Yeah, right. Because like now the desperation, yes, because of the window, like you're saying. Two, how the fuck do we get rid of this guy and not be responsible for his money? Oh, Fact. we'll give you two fucking first round picks. Thank and, you, and, and, and we'll take too. rid of one of your giant contracts and we'll call it a wash. Yeah, sweet. You know, I think the Lions have nothing to lose here because, again, you, lo- you love Stafford. You love everything he did in Detroit. But to get a guy like Jared Goff, who's still young, uh, can still prove that he's not just an average quarterback and can work with a guy like Dan Campbell, who seems to love the players. I mean, we've seen the interviews. They're going to nod the knees and they're going to take a bite apart. out of him when he goes up there. We're going to bite your knee. And I think that's the environment Goff needs to be involved with. You know, the Lions, they're not going to make the playoffs next year. They, they got some time to. Yeah, it's to kind of a well, pressureless environment well, for Goff right now where he can kind of reinvent right. himself. But here's one other thing that does benefit Goff there. What I've been saying about Jared Goff since he's come to the league, he is a play-action quarterback. Mm. And he's got TJ Hawkinson. Wow, good drop. He was a first-round pick, too, right? TJ's nice. He's one of the best tight ends in the league. Carrion Johnson's still there. The wonder, the ageless wonder of the world, AP's there. And DeAndre Swift, three capable backs that ran the ball ridiculous for the Lions this year, gives him his play-action. If he can link up with Swift and keep Johnson upright, Maybe they can do something. I so don't think they will. It's Detroit, but on the Lions side of things, again, and I agree with what Brandon was. What Brandon said with, with in terms of their, it's it's a pressureless environment for Goff. He has now kind of just like okay, fresh start. We're not looking to win a Super Bowl right now. We know we're not winning a Super Bowl. We've in fact the Lions have been rebuilding since 1957 because they won their last championship in 1956. So they've been rebuilding since 57. Shout out to Adam Shine. Shine they, on sports. Wasted um, a lots of talent, but. They've they've buried some of the best talent this league has ever seen, and just it's, it's an atrocity what they've done. But they don't have any pressure to win this year. Dan Campbell's coming in; he's a new coach. He's more of a of an atmosphere guy, a locker room guy. He's not an X's and O's kind of guy. He's there to just kind of set the table and say, "Look, this is how we're gonna do shit." And then he'll get fired in a year or two, three, but he's, whatever. He's a transition coach. dude. But he's yeah. right. He's uh, he, he's he's your fox. He's John Fox. Yep. You know, he's the guy. Like, yeah, you know, you might fox get. Fox came in. He straightened some things out. Yep. He's got ready to go. And then he's the guy that in. comes in after the substitute teacher leaves and says, like, OK, hold on. We got to pump the brakes here. Let's let's reset the table. So Campbell's going in there with Goff and a decent amount of talent. But the Lions needed. The first round picks. Now they don't get one this year. They get a third this year. They get a, they get the Rams first yeah, and the and the Rams year. the Rams first this year uh, next year and the year after mm-hmm. twenty uh, so twenty two and twenty three. You expect those picks to be later in the third in the, in the, well, in the first round because the Rams round. are going to be good because the Rams are going to be good. But it gives the Lions ammo now. It gives them draft capital to move up. Mm-hmm. Like now you've got four picks in the first round over two years. That's a good thing to have hey, in the, the NFL if you're trying I'll to rebuild. Give you the- yeah, fifteen and the twenty-five. Right, we can we can bundle up some picks, and the Lions yep. will probably still be kind of meh. So they'll be close well, to the top half and of the I'll league say in this terms to you. of the draft order. And, and anyway, I'll see if you agree, Brandon, the Lions have had more pressure to go zero and sixteen than to make the playoffs in the past twenty years. Okay. I'd, I'd agree with that. Right, 
Sure. So you want to, like you said, pressureless environment. They've had more pressure to not win a game so they can get the number one pick than they have to actually make the playoffs. I don't think anybody was really competing with them that year. but yeah, That year, no, but still. But, but your point is not lost. But the thing with the Lions, though, and this is why, and, and this circles back to Matt Stafford a little bit, too, because when Matt Stafford was with Detroit, he told the Lions front office, you can trade me anywhere except for the Patriots. Why? why do you think that is? Hmm. It's almost as if the Patriots brought back this guy who Matt Stafford probably loathes. What is he? He, was on, he worked for NASA, right? Isn't that? Yeah, smart guy in the super, room. Super smart guy. <laughs> Always has the answer. Oh, right. It was Matt fucking Patricia. That asshole. Right. And, and I'm not even saying he's an asshole, but. Probably is. Stafford and apparently a lot of the guys in the Lions locker room did not like Mr. Darius Patricia. Darius was one of them. And there's a reason why he was shown the door after two quick years. There's a reason why. And this is going to go back to one of the first things that Matt Patricia should have done. And this goes back to last year at the draft. And we said it on this show, or at least I said it. And we, we had this, this point was that if the Lions were going to truly rebuild, what they should have done was traded away Matt Stafford last year and drafted Justin Herbert. Yeah. That would have been the smart thing for Matt Patricia to do because then he at least could have given himself the, hey, I've got a new quarterback. Uh, you know, you got to yeah, give me a couple years. This could be the franchise kid. And this could be the franchise right guy. Now. Like, look, Matt Stafford's great, but he's basically a Toyota Supra in the NFL right now. Like, you put him on the dyno, yeah, he puts down 1,500 horsepower, you throw him in the corner, and he can't hook up. You know what I mean? And, like, he's still getting beat out by Honda Civics with B16s. So, <laughs> yeah, I know a little thing or two about a thing or two when it comes to the vehicles, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. I really don't. But, um, but he remembered shit that went down 20 years ago. Yes, I do. Uh, but the, the thing with Stafford is, that would have been the smart thing, and there's a reason why Matt, Staff- uh, Pat- Matt Patricia's out the door, and that's one of them, because they did this a year too late. Now, they still got a good haul, and they oh, got absolutely. Jared Goff, so they actually got a comparable replacement, plus some draft capital. I think this is more of a win on the Lions side, because I feel like the Lions will be able to parlay those picks and Jared Goff into more success than I do feel like the Rams have chances of winning a Super Bowl with Matt Stafford under center. Does that make sense? I, I think that the, the Lions will have a better chance at making their situation work than the, the, the Rams will because they are under the gun right now. They have to win a Super Bowl I'm in the next few years. No. I'm going to say no because historically the Lions always find a way to fuck it up. I agree. True. The second part of that is the Rams were already really good. They were already really good. Now they just got a lot better. Yes. Yes, so they did. They I, did get better. I, I think... That's a hard push for me. Yeah, if the Rams are going to be looking very hard the best team in the me. NFC, then you got to give them, you know, you got to give them the Super Bowl chance. Right, I'm not but, saying but, that they're going to win it, right, but that's they what, should but that's be what a saying. contender. They're right, going to be right. the best. They could be the best team in the NFC. They could be the best team in the NFL. But how often does the best team in the NFL actually win the Super Bowl? You're not wrong. Yeah, but how I often mean, does the Lions fuck it up? Most <laughs> of the time they do. Every year. <laughs> but the Lions just, they do tend to fuck it up because there's just a culture of losing there. It's just that's what the Lions do. They, they find a way to take good things and fuck them up. Yeah. I think this is going to be the reversal of fortunes for the Lions. And, I, and I, I say this completely unironically, no joking, no tongue-in-cheek. I really do think that this is the Lions going to have this – this is now their chance. They've removed themselves from Matt Stafford. They've got Goff. There's no pressure. They've got the draft capital. They've got the new coach. Now can they finally go out and put it all together? And I think with the way things are shaping up, I think they're going to have a decent shot because at least, at the very least, they're going to have a quarterback that's going to... Listen, Matt Stafford... Well, Goff's you know, 26, we look at, 
25? 25. 25. We look at Matt Stafford in Detroit. For all the great things Matt Stafford did in Detroit, they, you can go and find a thing that Matt Stafford did terrible. Like, there are games Matt Stafford won them, and there are definitely games Matt oh, Stafford lost them. Of course. So there's not like it's it, – there, it's not well, like listen, all of a sudden – It wasn't it's not it was like, like Matt Stafford was the golden goose and Detroit just sucked all around right. him. Right. I mean, granted, Detroit always sucks all around him, and that was and fine. I'm going to give Stafford the other benefit. How many coaches has he had in Detroit since he's been there? All of them. <laughs> I mean, think about it. He's had, what, like eight coaches? I mean – just all of them. Yeah. I mean, there's just so I, I they, lost. Let's, count. let's put it this way: if there's an offensive or a defense coordinator in the Jesus league, Christ, I guarantee you at one was point, Jim, he coached Matt Jim, Jim Schwartz. Schwartz. No, Mar- uh, no, no, he was Marriott. Marriott. Mar- Marinelli. Oh yeah, uh, no, Mooch. No, Mooch was gone before Stafford got there. Mooch was like early two. I Mooch he was uh, no, Mooch was Joey Blue Skies. That's right. So I think it was Marinelli, Schwartz, Schwartz, Caldwell, yep. Patricia. Am I missing one? No, there's one bef- in between. I might be missing one. There was one in between. I was, I'm on to chief stats, so I'm not even... You're probably right. But uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. But the, the thing is, is you're, you're right. He's never actually had... like There's no the, consistency. The consistency or, or the level... And now he gets a Sean McVay. Yeah. Like, think about that. Could you think about it, think about it this way? If, if Matt Stafford had had Sean McVay his entire career... He'd probably have 60,000 yards by what right would now. What are we talking about Matt Stafford right now? Aaron Rodgers. You might not be wrong. Yeah, I, I guarantee you, and this what is it, February 2nd, 2021, Stafford throws for 5,000 yards this season. Guaranteed. 5,000 yards, 35 touchdowns. I mean, that's not out of the realm well, of possible for him at all. It, like, it definitely pretty is. pretty much kind of what he does. Yeah, but with well, the 35 touchdowns is usually Well, here's the deal. If he's going to have 35 touchdowns, he might need his boy Megatron to come back and play for the Rams. Do you guys think that's out of the realm of possibility? No, nah, Megatron is not 35 nah, years old. Megatron's nope. done. He's involved with the franchise. Yes. Reluctantly. <laughs> reluctantly, yeah, reluctantly, but well, they were um, literally like, "Listen, we're still paying." You. I know. I was. Like, can you like come here and at least like wave at the <laughs> yeah, crowd or something? You like, clean the toilets or something. I mean, come on. I was right. It was uh, it was Marinelli. Actually, I think Marinelli was gone. It was just Schwartz, Caldwell, and Patricia. Oh, okay. So he's only had three, three quarterbacks. Yeah, but he's only been in the league for eight yeah. Because Stafford was what oh nine. Mm, no, I think he was ten or eleven. No, he was nine. Yeah, nine. nine. First nine. Right. Oh, oh, nine. Him and Sam Bradford. And then Oof. 2010 was uh, another guy. What was number one overall in 10? Because then it was Cam Newton in 11. Who Shit, that was bad. I'm nine. stumping myself right now. I feel like it was Cleveland. Uh, let's see, oh nine. Oh no, I'm sorry. Oh, it was Bradford Stafford back to back. It was yeah. Stafford then Bradford. Yeah, Stafford was uh, 2010. Yeah, Br- right? Bradford was 2010. Because Bradford was and the last. 11, wasn't 11. Uh, yeah, because no, because Bradford was the last guy to cash in on the uh, uncapped rookie deals. Yep. Yep. Remember him? He made yep. that fucking shitload of money and then... And then blew out his knee five times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah just, just, oh, wait, for the Rams. Yeah, porcelain and popsicle sticks, as Sean would say. 704-992-8702. That's the phone number if you want to give us a call. Get in on this Matt Stafford to, uh, to from Detroit to L.A. talk. Where do you put the Rams now with Matt Stafford? Are they the best team in the NFC? Are they the best team in the NFL? Uh, does it move the needle for you? Was the compensation too much? I, I can't say the compensation was too much simply because... If you're the Rams, you're going for broke. You're desperate. You need to win a Super Bowl. You have this talent. It's not going to be here for the next – it's only going to be here for the next two years at most. You've got to go for it, right? Like, you, you, you can't just sit on your hands and say, well, let's – no. So I applaud the Rams for doing that. Again, it's a desperation move, as I said. And people tried to disagree with me, saying, like, oh, if you'd gone to Denver, this would be the greatest move of all time. Like – 
no, it really wouldn't because if Denver had given up the draft capital that that the Rams did, I'd think, what the fuck are you doing? We're not one we're not one quarterback away from winning a Super Bowl. Like, why would you give all that up? Like, that would be stupid. So it's a totally different thing. And then we'll talk. Uh, we'll get into in the next half hour how this is going to affect the Deshaun Watson trade and what that means for the Texans and the rest of the league in terms of what they're going to be giving up. So. Uh, we'll get into all that. Um, but any last and thoughts, guys? And we got that great game coming up on Sunday. Oh, yeah. There's some game coming up on Sunday. I guess some fucking old washed-up has-been is, you know, dragged some <laughs> other team. Greatest of all time. He's getting, he's getting dragged to another Super Bowl on the coattails of a defense. I mean, this is definitely the year he got dragged there. And, uh, I mean, listen, I can't really talk much shit. Like, the Broncos dragged Peyton Manning there in, in 2015. But I'll tell you right now. If Peyton Manning doesn't play in that 2015 postseason, the Broncos don't win that Super Bowl. No, we've, we've been through this time and time again. thousand percent. Mm-hmm. Nobody checks to a run better than Peyton Manning. No one. Absolutely no one. And fat C.J. Anderson truck stick Luke Keeley <laughs> on that final touchdown to secure the Super Bowl because Which of Peyton nice. Manning. Is he still around, C.J. Anderson? Fat C.J.? Nah, no. I mean, I still follow him on Twitter. He's a fucking man, though. He was he's a, like, the last he was was a Ram. Yeah, he's like a, he's a, yeah, he was in the, he was he in the was Super Bowl a, against the yeah. Patriots. Oh, wow. Okay. That was, was his last year. I think it was his last game, actually. Yeah. Yep. Um, do you know who caught Peyton Manning's last pass? Do you know that? Do you know that? Don't tell me it was CJ. No. No, it wasn't. CJ's teammate, though. Wow, really? No I way he was a Bronco? So. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, no, no. way. I, I mean, Let me guess it was Tim Tebow. No, I, no, it would have been great if it was Tim Tebow. No, it was Benny Fowler, actually. Yeah. Benny Fowler. Little fun trivia nugget there. Uh, but 774-992-8702. Give us a call. Um, yes, Cole, I am ready for some TPS 2021 softball. I am desperately. Hell yes. Desperately missing softball after this year. I have no idea why. It's not like I play or I do anything. But I just miss drinking beers on the beach. It is what it is. Beach is gone, by the way. Joey Fats Radio. Row one, seat one. Hey, Joey. I got to say I've agreed with all your points so far. Well, that's good because that, those are the, they're right. <laughs> um, do you guys do think the Rams will be that good next year? Yes. The Rams were that good this year. Okay. And, and I think they drastically improved their quarterback play. I mean, if you came out and listened to the GM and Sean McVay after after this, this last loss, yeah. I, I mean, if you watched Jared Goff the last four or five weeks of the season, I mean, and to quote Lost. Marshall Falk yesterday, yesterday on uh, Shine on Sports, he played piss poor down oh, the geez. stretch. So well, he looked lost half the time. He was lost. He was hurt. He was under a lot of pressure. He got the big money. I don't think he was doing himself any favors. Regardless, it was bad. Golf was bad. Could you guys imagine as just NFL fans how fucked we would be if they had actually gone Aaron Rodgers? The I Rams. Mean, I mean, the Rams. They made the phone call. I was gonna say you figure that was the first push, fucked. right? They they made the phone call to see if they could get Aaron Rodgers. But I don't think the Packers were willing to part for, you know, no. I don't think the Packers wanted any part of Jared Goff because they already got Jordan Love, which who they uh, apparently ha- they think the world of because they took him in the first fucking round. Yeah, they love him. When you had a Hall of Fame MVP caliber quarterback already on your roster. So they really must think the world of Jordan Love, even though he couldn't make the fucking active roster this year. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I, I it's um, it's it would have been. Listen, I, I think the Rams with Stafford, the Rams with Rodgers. I, I, honestly, I don't really see much of a difference. Yeah, I mean, wow. it's McVay, McVay's really, offense. Wow. McVay's offense is what opens it up. Simply, and, and only for this, and by, I don't see a difference. In the, in the reason I say that, Pat, is because I think the Rams are capable of winning a Super Bowl with Matt Stafford, and, wow. and, and I think they're also capable of winning one with, with Aaron Rodgers. But do you give up 
even more to get Rodgers just because no. he's Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, or do you get so. – yeah. because at least – Stafford's way younger. At least with Stafford, like, okay, you could re-sign him to another deal, keep him in L.A. for another five yeah. years after this contract, something you got him yep. for seven, eight years. Yep. Rodgers yeah. is done after the next two, three years, whatever. Absolutely. He's not going to play into his 40s. He's not going to be like a Brady and play until he's 48. He doesn't look like he wants to, never mind if, if he yeah. could. He doesn't look like he wants to because he doesn't trust the franchise, he doesn't trust his head coach, and he doesn't like where he's playing. Rodgers is not a winner. I don't even think Rodgers is a winner. That's my beef with him. But I want to go down a different path. I want to stay on this path. But, yeah, I agree with you about Stafford. I do. That's a good point. I agree with you with Stafford. Okay, go on. Oh, okay. Is it, a, <laughs> is it a bad look for the Patriots, you think, Joey? I mean, what's out there now for them? And is it bad that some players, top NFL players, are saying, yeah, I don't think playing for Belichick's that fun? It wasn't Belichick, I don't think. Uh, you know, honestly, it has – listen, what top NFL players – and this is one of those things, and I fucking hate when people say this and they're like, oh, I don't want to go because we, we heard this from, what was it, Lane Johnson with yep. the Eagles a couple years ago. Or uh, not Lane Johnson. It was – um, who was the Eagles player? It was like, oh, I don't think they have much fun up there. Uh, and, and, like, mouthed oh, off. Uh, what's his name that left them and went to the Rams? The Eagles. He was played for the Eagles. God damn yeah, it. Was, uh, he won I the forget, too. I remember that. But you know what I mean? But people, people say that, but it's like, dude – you're going to play for Bill Belichick, the greatest coach in the history of sports. Not the NFL. Wow. Not yeah. the NFC, not the AFC East. No, the history of sports. He is the best coach to ever coach any team at any level. That includes Coach K. That includes Pop. That includes Phil Jackson, Red Arbeck. Yeah. You name it, he is better because he did it at a level that you cannot duplicate and we will never see again. So anybody who's saying they don't want to go to New England and play for Bill Belichick is either one full of shit or B has no shot of going there anyway. Yeah. Because I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now, you ask anybody, ask Akib Tlaib, ask Wes Welker, ask guys that left Bill Belichick and went to play elsewhere, uh, maybe except for Danny Amendola, but who gives a fuck about Danny <laughs> Amendola? Who gives a fuck about him? Because, because what the fuck has Danny Amendola ever done outside of his career in New England? I mean, seriously, Nothing. the fact that that guy had the fucking balls to even say anything as he was in Detroit. In Detroit, it's like, oh, you're still in the league? Like, I'm sorry. Wait, you didn't go there to die? I, I didn't even know you were actually still Take playing. Take about the past year. Right? Like, like, dude, you're the, you caught a touchdown in a, in a divisional round playoff game because Bill Belichick put you in position to do it. Like, yeah. no, one even, no one would even know your name if it weren't for Bill Belichick. So why don't you shut the fuck up, Danny Amendola? Again, no disrespect. But he did that to Dunkin' Donuts commercial. Yeah. So <laughs> anybody who's saying they don't want to play for Bill is, is is just full of shit. And this whole like, oh, Tom Brady was the draw to come here narrative. Oh, that's is let, entirely let's, let's fucking not, bullshit. Let's not go down that is such game. fucking bullshit. The Patriots have never been overly active in free agency, right? Like they've yeah. never gone they're out. Always, they're always the third third day guys. Yeah, they're Kyle Van Noy. Kyle Van Noy, Rob yeah. Mankovich, Roosevelt Colvin. The third day guys. Like, you know what I mean? Like the biggest the biggest moves they make, the, the biggest move they made was ever was Darrell Revis. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. You know what I mean? Like that Randy, was a one-time deal. Yeah. Randy Moss was even an afterthought at that point. It was like, an afterthought, Moss. Yeah. You know, they they brought in guys like Albert Hainsworth, and that didn't work out, and Chad no. Johnson, that didn't work out. But the 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 misses that they have are always outweighed by the like I said, the Rob Ninkovich's, the Kyle Van Noy's. Well, not just that, but the misses the that fucking, they have um, don't hurt them. Yeah. Right. The misses. They're not. They're not going for them to be the guy. They're going for them to be a Dominic piece. Easley's. Right. Yeah, like right. you know those you guys. Play yeah. Your role. Belichick knows how to put guys in position to succeed better than any coach in the history of any sport. Yep. So 
Anyone who's saying that, I, I immediately dismiss as either, listen, I'm the biggest Patriots hater yeah. ever. Period. End of fucking story. No one. I literally would go to fucking the Middle East and put on an ISIS T-shirt before I fucking put on a Patriots jersey. And I only say that half kidding. Oh I, I, the only thing that Joey owns Patriots is Tom Brady blowing out his knee on a T-shirt. Yes, exactly. Oh, on the paper. So, any like I will immediately dismiss you as just having zero, like you have zero credibility with me if you if you sit here and try and tell me that. Belichick is, you don't want to play for Belichick because mm, you can't have fun there. And I'm not putting it past kids in this generation, these players in this generation, because I do yeah. think their heads are shov- shoved so far up their asses that they actually might say something that dumb. But that's okay. Yeah. You be irrelevant. You be a loser. You go play for Detroit, make your money, and never win shit. That's fine. You do that. Mm. And Bill Belichick will sit here and quietly rebuild this team, and in two years we'll be talking about the Patriots playing on Super Sunday again. Joey, if you were if you were a Patriots GM, a Patriots assistant GM, what would you do at this point? Would you go for Jimmy G? Would you wait for a Mac Jones in the draft? What do you guys think they'll do? So if I'm the Patriots, I mean, I'm sitting here. You're not looking like – it's not looking like you're going to be able to get Deshaun Watson because he's already said he's preferred Miami or the Jets York, yeah. to either yeah. – to anybody, which – Okay, that, that might mean something, but a lot of the times that's just posturing. He'll go wherever he's traded, let's be honest. Well, I mean, I mean yeah. he doesn't really have a choice. He does actually. Yeah. He has no trade oh, clause. Oh, does he? Yeah, he has oh, a no yeah, trade clause, so he can actually veto a trade. Um, but he's said he's preferred those two spots. That being said, if I'm Deshaun Watson and they say, hey, we're going to trade you to New England, and you're going to go play for Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick. Thanks. And he says no. He's stupid. Bill Belichick will make it his own personal responsibility to make sure that motherfucker never wins shit for the rest of his life. Yeah, like, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. that, like Jamie Collins when he shipped him to the freaking Browns when the Browns were a joke. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Well, I could definitely see the Patriots being in play for Jimmy G because I don't yes. think Jimmy G. Hopefully. I mean, if Sean was here, you know, he'd be singing his Lady in Red montage. <laughs> Lady in Red. But legit. Right? Like, he's like, he just sees him over there and he's like, mm, I could see him being in play for Jimmy G. Another name to keep an eye on, too, that I could absolutely see the Patriots being in play for is give it a couple of weeks and and see how things shake out but matt ryan if matt ryan becomes available i could absolutely see that being a guy that josh mcdaniels and bill belichick would salivate this is where i'm gonna cut you off because if matt ryan becomes available shanahan goes and gets him immediately that's his guy. Really? That's oh, his guy. But it's not about it's not about the Shanahan. It's about the Lynch. I get that, but when Sh- Shanahan would go to Lynch and be like, "Did you see what I did with this?" But board? if the fi- if the 49ers, okay, let's say let's say Jimmy G and Matt Ryan both become available because I don't know the Niners they trade for I don't know some fucking guy named Aaron Rodgers, uh, which is rumored to happen. <laughs> okay, then they don't have they don't have to worry about whether or not Matt yeah, Ryan goes to Bay Area. That Rogers doesn't from Cali. Yes. From Cal, so that hey, would be going. He yeah. would be going home to play for the Niners, which is kind of why people are starting to tie him to there. Now that's not saying the Niners are going like, to do anything oh, yeah, crazy. The Rams, you got Stafford. Man, but could you imagine the fucking rides. Niners right now? The Niners next year with Aaron Rodgers, like uh, that's a Super Bowl team. That's the Super Bowl team. That now it's now you got the Rams and the Niners. And you're going fuck. <laughs> Who wins the NFC Championship? At that Seriously, point? no. That's the, listen. That becomes the Niners. Rogers. We're gonna have to play a best of seven here. That's the Niners conference to lose if they get Aaron Rodgers. Period. Period. I disagree. I still think it'd be the Rams, but we'll we can get we'll we'll see how other that, things shake out. Preseason later. But uh, no, Pat. I mean, look. If you're the Patriots right now, you're 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 in a holding pattern because you're he waiting for the next open. domino to fall. Yeah, absolutely. You've got to see where Deshaun Watson ends up. Yep. Because the biggest thing with where Deshaun Watson ends up 
is going to di- dictate whether Sam Donald becomes available, whether two is available. Well, you're going to think Donald's part yeah. of that. Whether Jimmy G becomes available. You know, there's going to be, right, you, there's going to be guys that are going to be available. Right now, I mean, it, it, as far as, um, as far as, like, Sam Donald is concerned, it's the Colts, it's the Redskins, it's the Broncos. Like, those are the big three right now. And yeah. the Colts and the Redskins are the only two that have actually, there have actually been substantiated, uh, confirmed rumors that they've been interested in. Uh, the Broncos, I'm just make, throwing it out there because it makes sense. Yeah. Because sure Elway, trying to wish it. Well, because Elway loved them coming out. Didn't have a chance to get up and get him because he went three instead of, and they took Bradley Chubb at five. Um, all the quarterbacks were gone before Elway had a shot. Uh, yeah. But Elway loved them. But, like, if you're the Patriots, like, could you imagine the Patriots being a dark horse on Sam Darnold? Like, yeah. a 23-year-old, young, you know, did potentially could have been first number one overall pick. Like, that would have been an absolute, that'd be an absolute fucking steal for the Patriots. Wow. So you've got him, you've got Jimmy Garoppolo, you've got Matt Ryan to keep an eye on. You know, there's Teddy Bridgewater is going to be available. There's going to be guys. Yeah, Bridgewater. But he's a wily veteran guy that could come in and. That it, has no arm. Already. Is he like Cam? Is he not as bad as Cam? No, he's nowhere near as bad as Cam. His arm's not as bad as I'm still curious to find out. What, what, is what Cam is wrong with Cam? What's yeah, wrong right. with Cam? Cam's got to well, be he hurt. had COVID, you know, so that guy. No, but like. Yeah, the, there it is. Dude, we've been saying if it all year. If Cam wanted to make a bajillion dollars, he would retire and be a fucking analyst. They would love him. Or a fashion He'd make a bajillion dollars a year as an analyst. He'd make a bajillion dollars. He'd just, like, get in touch with Giselle and be like, yo, what do I got to do to get on the runway? Do you kiss your babies? Like, I mean, (laughs) I'm not, he's like, I'm not all for kissing my kids on the mouth, (laughs) but. Well, then we cannot do this. (laughs) I'm sorry. My husband cannot throw and kiss the ball at the same time. Um, But no. But he can kiss his babies. Listen, the Patriots, the Patriots are going to have to do something at quarterback. Yeah. Even if that means getting up and getting, like, the the, the kid, uh, was it, Zach Wilson? They'd have to trade up. Lot really? yeah, but they're gonna have to trade up anyway. They're seven and nine. It's not for the you gotta remember for the first time in a long time, yeah, dude, what are they, the they Patriots what, are within striking distance of being 14? able to get to the top of the draft. They're 14 or yeah. 16. They're middle of the pack, seven yeah. and nine, whatever. Yeah, they're like, so like 14 15, to 16. 16. What about the kid that started for the Washington football team? He was on the Patriots practice squad. You can just say the Redskins. The Redskins, there you go. So we'll call them the Skins. What's his name? Uh, what's his Hanky? It's Hanky, right? Heineke? Heineke. 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 Yeah, he was on the Patriots so, practice squad. He was on the Patriots practice squad at one point, and he looked pretty promising. I mean, he looked good. They should have kept him. He but that's not – that's a guy that you bring in and let him compete. You know what I mean? Like, the Patriots yeah. are going to want a guy going into opening day saying, this is our guy. You know, like, yeah. like they, they don't want to do what the Broncos did with Joe Flacco and Case Keenum and, you know – King Case. King Case coming off that just electric win against the Saints. <laughs> um they don't want to go into the season with the, with a guy like that on the roster and just kind of a placeholder and you know for like another okay we're again we're in a holding pattern for another year. The Patriots will make a splash. They will find a way to get a quarterback on that roster that will win them 10 11 games next year. Garen fucking it. Well, I'll tell you one thing. The guys who are luckiest are you guys. And it's going to be like this weekend when I heard that trivia, I was like, "Oh, I can't wait for Roman Seawood." It's going to be a fun offseason. It's going to be a fun draft night. I'm very much looking forward to the draft this year, probably more so than I have in a long time. Well, I'm looking forward to watch Sean fall asleep by pick number, like, 12. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to get it off this year for the first round. I don't know if I'll be able to do that this year, so you guys might have to hold it down without me. Um, so how, I'm going to have to be in the studio with Sean. Then. I'm going to keep on fucking throwing water on his ass. Yeah. You guys have to have a show, though. you got to have a draft night show. I'll, I'll, Listen, like, even if it's me by myself, I'll sit there with fucking popcorn and go nuts. Hold the fort. Right, we'll no, I mean, I, I can get it off. I can. It'll just have to. 
the fuck. It was like, is that COVID time still a thing? The fuck's going on with that COVID time? Yeah, right. A chew, a chew, a sneeze, a sneeze. I got the wrong. Can I? Can I get this off? No, I would just be screwing over my swap partner, but that's okay. He, he'll. Adam's Adam's good. He's he'll he'll understand. He he gets it. But uh, Pat, thanks for the call, buddy. Wait, hey, wait, hey, before guys. you leave, Pat. Have a good Pat. week. I've been listening. Have a good night. Pat, before you leave. Yeah. What do you got for the Super Bowl? Oh right. Yeah. Oh God, I have a soft spot for Andy Reid, and I like I obviously love Brady. I want Tom to win. I think the Chiefs do win, though. If that makes any sense. I think. The so you so you're going with the, the Chiefs. Time. All right. So is what your, you guys is think? your well, that's, this is coming into the think? segment. That's why I asked you. So we, we gotta get, but we is your affiliation with Andy Reid because he loves cheeseburgers? Be real, you cheeseburger <laughs> he's, he's like this big old Holly nice guy. Like, I, oh, I he's definitely like, a big old Holly guy, all right? Yeah, if you yeah. put some bacon on that cheeseburger, he'll love you. Even he definitely more. doesn't have hollow thighs. I can give him that. <laughs> that boy he got fiac. a belly full of jelly. Good point. Get a mood flap for his ass. Right after they won the Super Bowl, his wife walked. He was giving an interview. The funniest thing: his wife walks over, hugs him, and says to the reporter, "I just want to get this food down. I want to get him down." Meaning, like, I want to get my husband well, like as a, what you know, hyped up as he was because the guy's like 300 pounds, and Tom Brady is gonna get like sick or a heart attack or something. Watch oh out, Pat. God. Joey just whipped out the twisted tea. Just whipped out the twisted tea. Somebody's getting capped. Shit's getting fucked up. <laughs> Pat, as always, bro, appreciate it. Pat is blown yeah. away by the uh, absolute genius of our comedy right there. No, no there response. Right, Pat, Take talk care, to you later, buddy. Joey Fats Radio, roll one, seat one. Uh, <laughs> 774-992-8702. Um, let's keep on this. Uh, let's, let's, I, I kind of want to keep on this, this Patriots where do the Patriots go? Because I thought that was a good point by Pat. Where do the Patriots go from here? Because Stafford had been one of the guys that was linked to the Patriots that Sean had been saying for well, the Sean last couple of years. It. He was trying to he wish was it. Wanting, he was wanting Stafford. Uh, do you think the Patriots make a splash? Do they go for Aaron Rodgers? Uh, Brandon, you're the, you're the resident Patriot fan in the room. What I love you, the Patriots. What do you think? What do you think? And then tell me what you want. Because those sure. are obviously both two very different things. Sure. So if I'm the Patriots, first of all, Cam Newton's gone. You got to let him walk. Uh, I'd love to get somebody in the draft. I don't want to take on these albatrosses of contracts. You know, you mentioned guys like Matt Ryan. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is too realistic. I think Kirk Cousins would be a terrible move. Um, Same. But, you know, I think, uh, again, Jimmy Garoppolo, even though that contract is big, he's been in New England. He was the backup during our Super Bowl run. He's been to the Super Bowl as a starting quarterback. I'd love to have Jimmy G back. I, I think Patriot. Jimmy G makes a lot of sense for a couple of reasons. One, because the contract's reworkable, right? It is. Once he gets let go by the Niners, that, that money becomes not guaranteed anymore. He's not guaranteed anything. So the contract actually becomes – it becomes actually in his best interest, I believe, to rework the contract, if my memory serves me correctly, um, on the ins and outs of that. Everything you just said makes sense. He's been there. He knows the system. He knows the culture. He knows everything there is to do with it. The only thing is – and this is just me as a as, as a non-Patriots fan. As somebody, I'm going to try and be objective here. He hasn't proven he can stay healthy at all. I mean, not once has he ever fit. Like, I think last year, even the year they went to the Super Bowl, he was banged up for, what, four or five games, if I'm not mistaken. Why would you – why would – I mean, obviously you see the plus side of it, but looking at it from a realistic standpoint, do you really think he's going to go to New England all of a sudden, poof, like, I'm healthy now. I can stay healthy. I just think he's the best option out there. Uh, you know, Stafford would have been great. Watson would be fantastic, but that's not going to happen. 
Uh, I think out of all the quarterbacks available, Jimmy G is best. And you got to hope he stays healthy. I mean, injuries can happen. You know, you can't predict anything. Nobody's Nostradamus, you know. But but there is a history of him not being healthy. There is. It's not like this yeah. is like a, you know, it's not like a, like, like for example, like a, um, I was going to say like Aaron Rodgers, for example. Remember he, he like. The he, collarbone. He broke the collarbone one year. He had the concussion another year. My knee. And mm. that was pretty much it. Like that was it. That's pretty much the only time. But early on in his career, when guys get hurt early on, they tend to develop a label of being injury prone. Yeah, but Jimmy's injury this year was was kind of fucked up. The the ankle sprain that he got was a very rare thing. Yeah, but he trampled on a line. Okay, of his it's foot. but like, it, I mean, it's that it was the collarbone, it was the it was this it was that. There's always seems to be like Jimmy's one of those guys where like you look at him and you're like, fuck, if you could only stay healthy, like if you could stay healthy, you would be one of the best. So he's a Ferrari on ball tires, more or less. That's kind of how it feels, right? You look at it, you're like, ooh, this is Sam great. Bradford. You get, in, you get in, and you're like, motherfucker, used tires? What the fuck? I mean, Sam Bradford was dirty when he was healthy. Well, uh, three he was, games. Yeah. But that's all you got out of him. You got three, four games a year out of him. No, that was it. Well, games, even in Minnesota. Period. Didn't he play a full season in Minnesota with no, the Vikings? No, no, no. That's how Teddy Bridgewater made his name. No, no, no. I think I, I think he did play the full 16 in, in Yeah, Minnesota I thought he did. Yeah, he had a comeback, well, one year. Uh, comeback player of the year. Yeah. Yeah, what was that, 13? Yeah. Uh, Every other year 16. he was injured. <laughs> That was 16, yeah. He uh, played and started 15 games. He went 7-8 and eight as a starter, 3,800 yards, 20 touchdowns, 5 interceptions. Not bad. Five picks. I mean, that's fantastic. 20-5 is not terrible. I mean, he took care of the football. That was really all you can ask yeah. I mean, at that point. So, I get it, but I, I just – there's this fascination from Patriot fans with Jimmy G. Well, like, it, I was just going like, to nice, say, man. I was going to say, they're, they're like, oh, red bullshit again. it's the one that got away. It's like, dude, right. it's like, okay. the fucking devil in the blue dress. Like, yeah, okay, he left you high and dry at prom night. Like, just let it go. Well, here's I mean, the thing he didn't too. do it, though. Bill didn't want to let him go. I think that's what it comes down to. Bill didn't want to let him go. It's true. So now he's like, all right. You force my hand, I'm bringing him back, it, sucker. And here's the best part about it. He got to learn under the greatest quarterback of all time. I'll say it one more time. The greatest quarterback of all time well, in like Tom Brady. Fourth or fifth I best think you might have just time. lost your ticket onto this whole But no, It's okay. It's okay. Listen. I mean, he but is the go, especially when he beats Mahomes, you know. You'll get the hang of it. You'll, you'll, oh, we're going to get into that. Yeah, <laughs> he beat Mahomes like he did, like he could never beat Peyton in the playoffs, but, you know, whatever. Neither, you know, we won't let facts ruin a good story. Neither here nor there. Well, you know, you know that three Only and, two that, rings that, for Peyton. That one and three record against Peyton in AFC Championship <laughs> games. We'll just ignore that. You know, no big deal. And uh, what was his record against the other Manning in Super Bowls, too? Anyway. Oh, uh, right. 0 2. <laughs> uh, we don't talk about that over here. Right, yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. We don't let the facts ruin good stories around here. It's row one, seat one. Uh, it's how we do things. But. No, it's more important than the zero and one in the Super Bowl without Bill Belichick. So you've got the Stafford deal. The Stafford deal is uh it, it, it is the first major domino. The last thing I wanted to touch on with this because I see a lot of people getting this very confused with the kind of uh, what they're reading into the Stafford deal is when they say, well, well holy shit, Stafford was golf two first and the third. What are they going to get for Deshaun Watson? No, 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 no. These two deals are going to have absolutely nothing, nothing to, to do, do with yeah, each other. Right. Do not read into the Stafford deal and then try to assume that because Stafford went for this, that Watson's going to well, go for that. Because again, they're thinking NBA. Like, two, oh my God! Like two totally different scenarios. You're talking a bunch of money that moved in that deal too. The Brock Osweiler effect is the biggest thing to take out of the Stafford deal yep. because what the Lions, uh, I'm sorry, what the Rams did, uh, the Lions did was essentially purchase two first round picks from the from from the Rams. Yeah, it's all they did. They were just like. Okay. Like, we'll right, buy we, these. we have this guy that wants out that we pay a lot of money. Not even that he wants out. Jared Goff didn't want out of anywhere. No, no, no. The Rams no, no. wanted I'm him about out. The Lions. Right, but the Lions, the Lions. Stafford was kind of like, all right, I'm, I'm kind of sick of this shit. 
Because they're, they're like, five all right, years we pay, too late. We pay you a lot of money. So how can we get rid of him and get a shitload in return? Mm. Oh, we'll take on your that? money. But I want all your draft. <laughs> but it's a very unique situation because it just happened to work out on both sides in terms of the cap space. So when you're looking at the Watson deal and whatever that ends up being, whatever he ends up getting moved for, whether it's Tua, you know, the, the, the Dolphins first, like they, you know, the one they got for the, in the Tunsil trade, yep. any of that kind of stuff, like whatever, like they basically give Houston back their first-round pick. Like, hey, here's that first-round pick he gave us back. Eh, we'll throw in How Tua ironic. and give us Watson. That is not going to have any. That, that has this has no bearing on the Watson trade whatsoever. You're not. No one's looking at this and saying, okay, because Stafford went for X, now Watson's going to have to go for Y. Like it's just there's because that's what the math says. No, no, no. No, yeah, but that doesn't work like that. It's a necessity trade. The 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 Rams and the Lions made this trade out of necessity, just like the Vikings when they traded for Sam Bradford. If you look back at the history of of of, of quarterbacks being traded for like the last like fifteen or twenty years. Sam Bradford, I think, is the only one. Sam Bradford and Carson Palmer are the only two that went for a first-round pick. That fetched yeah, when, a first-round pick. Carson went to the Raiders. Went to the Raiders. Yep. Yep. They're the only two that fetched first-round picks in return. Everybody else, like Nick Foles is like a fourth. Uh, I forget who out there was like second-round picks. Like, you know, second-tier guys, but they didn't get the first-round pick. You don't give up big picks for quarterbacks that no, are being don't. traded. So. The only other one was Sam Bradford, but that was because Teddy Bridgewater's knee just eviscerated itself six days before the season started. Yep. And the Vikings felt like, fuck, like we've got, we've got a, a Super Bowl caliber roster. We have Super Bowl aspirations this year, and we just lost our quarterback six days before the season. Okay, we'll give up the first for Sam Bradford because he's what's available. Not because he's worth a first, but because he's what's available. So these two deals are going to have absolutely nothing to do with each other. No. And, and I still think... deals never do. I still think that the Deshaun Watson trade Whoever ends up trading for him, unless it's Miami and they give up, like, you know, the Tunsil pick, uh, Tua, and, and maybe a couple other, you know, there's going to be some more picks involved. I really feel like anybody else is overspending at this point. I hope he goes to the Jets because I really want Sam Darnold to become available because I really want the Broncos to get in on yeah, Sam Darnold. But... Sam Darnold might be part of the deal if he goes to the Jets. Kind of like how Tua would be part of the deal for yeah. the Dolphins. No, like, because, hey. the, because the Jets would be high up enough where they could get Justin Fields, they could get... They, 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 no, I don't know if Donald. No, but I'm saying if Watson. But goes if you're to the, the Texans, Jets, why would you? Would you figure well, that the Texans would. They would the want Texans Donald would. The Texans would want saying. their own guy. Yeah. They would get a Fields. They would get whoever's yeah. not named Trevor Lawrence, basically. Well, I want to ask you guys this too. If you're the Dolphins, how many first round picks do you give up if you're trading Tua? Tua and one. Just one pick. I would Tua in a first, and then a second round for like the next year or something. Like is that, that enough for the Texans? No, it's not. But, no, it's not. But you have a guy that doesn't want to be there that wants to go to where I want to go. What are you going to do? The only thing, the only reason why I could see the Dolphins getting away with something like that is because Watson can say, "No, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna, going to X team or Y I, team. Right, I'm going no to veto the trade because yeah. he has the no trade clause." Yeah. So he could play hardball like that and really fuck over the Texans. Which what, I what, so think what if you're the Dolphins? You go two. Uh, so what if you're the Dolphins? You go two uh, a first and two seconds. I'd be okay with that hmm. if it's just two a. Uh, a first and the two seconds. If it's because it's, it's the Tunsil pick that you you got that you got from them. you got from them anyway. Correct. Okay, like I, at least I would be like I'd be okay with that. Something because, that we never had. Right, because then the Dolphins actually have their first franchise quarterback since Dan Marino. Yep. 
that's a pretty big step in the right direction if you're the Dolphins, especially gonna, with Deflo and the way that team, team yeah, is exactly. going. Right. Well, can Tua develop into a franchise quarterback? I think he can. He is a lefty. I really like do Dan think. Joey I really loves the pineapple prince. That's my that's my dog. That's his boy. I, I love really Tua. I think he's great. I really do think he can develop into a franchise quarterback. I don't know that Miami is willing to wait around. Hmm. For him to do that, and I don't know that he'll do that in Houston either, because I don't know that Houston has the culture. The the, the well, Houston doesn't have the roster. The, you know the roster. No, no, the roster. I, I feel like two is going to go to go to Houston. He's going to get buried, and just he's going to get destroyed if he yeah. goes to Houston. It, so, does he have the potential to be one? Yes. Will he be one given this current situation? Uh, if the Dolphins trade now, for Watson, say this. no. Now we we yeah, keep like on Josh talking. Rosen situation. You know, there's one last Precisely. point on this whole thing. Have we heard the Dolphins come out and say they want Watson? I have not. That hasn't no, been a thing. No, but the fact that they've said nothing tells you everything. But what I have because heard is, I think it because, they, I have because they were those, committed to Tua. But I've heard the rumors of them wanting to get Tua, his wide receiver from Alabama, to pair him back up. I've heard that rumor Oh, yeah, around. sure, that's great. You know, because the Dolphins had so much confidence in Tua, you know, that they decided to bench him for Ryan Fitzpatrick midway through a game in the, late in the Ridiculous. season. You know what I mean? Like, that's that, all, that tells you all you need to know about where the Dolphins stand with Tua. Yeah, okay, great. Like, you got to be good. And Tua even said it himself. This His rookie year was subpar, mm-hmm. even to his standards. How many games in a row did they win with him as the starter? With Tua? Like well, they, they won three streak. in a row, then they lost one. They won three they won in a row, couple. and then they benched him, and then Fitzmagic pulled him back, and yeah. then they won, like, two more, and then they lost one with him. And it was, like, kind of well, like this. Well, the thing that sucked about yeah, the benchings, too, was it was, like, mid-game. Like, they were like, all right. Well, he wasn't getting it done. No, he wasn't. Against the Raiders that Yeah, he wasn't getting it done. So, I believe in Tua. But two is one of those guys I really do believe he's got to go to the right spot. And if he's not in the right situation. Which Miami could be the right situation. Miami is absolutely the right situation if they're willing to be patient and right. let him develop and help him develop. I honestly, going into this year, you and I both said it, like they shouldn't play him this year. Or if they do play him, it's at the end of the year when they're just trying to like figure out if he can throw. Bringing him in when they did. Yeah, he was cleared. Yeah, it was a year I away. I was definitely on board with the put to it in some bubble wrap and stick him on the bench. Mm-hmm. Kind of Let him see the game shit, from the sidelines. Let him see the speed. Let him kind of like, you know, practice reps, practice reps, practice reps in the but NFL roster. The, the, the problem was is that the Dolphins were actually pretty decent this yeah, they year. Were good. And they were like, well, Fitzmagic gives us four good weeks and then the arm falls off. So. Right. And then they, and they, they played Tua, and Tua played pretty well at times. You know, he had that four-touchdown game. And he, he controlled uh, who was the it ball. Against, uh, I forget who it was against, but he, he played well. And he controlled the ball. He wasn't a pick machine. He didn't turn it over. Like, But then he just couldn't get the ball out, though. That was the problem. He had a rookie. He did what rookies do. He struggled, yeah. and that's okay. Look for his down-the-middle scene, are you, slants. As a franchise, the Miami Dolphins, are you? You're, this is the best roster you've probably had since 2008. Mm. Are, you wait, are you willing to wait for the kid to catch up? Well, depends or, on how or do you take the shot, trade him over to Houston, get Deshaun Watson, and add water in your at least an AFC title contender? Yeah, right. I mean, look around the landscape of the AFC. It's it's not very top-heavy right now. Everybody's kind of just... Although Big Ben's coming back. Right there. So, yeah, great. Big Ben's coming back. Who cares? Whew. I mean, think about it. Think about this for one quick second. Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell, one of them's getting a ring on Sunday. That's Correct. And not Big neither, Ben. And neither of them play in, suit in Pittsburgh anymore. And both of them wanted out of Pittsburgh really bad. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that Pittsburgh's a bad franchise or they don't know how to win. But, <laughs> but to the same point, they both took horrible roads 
to get to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yes, Le'Veon Bell got really fat. Antonio now Brown's like, on like his third right, team. Right, right. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell's Le'Veon not Bell getting a, fucked up. Le'Veon like, Bell's not getting a ring on Sunday because he's been a uh, uh, a model uh, citizen for uh, Kansas City uh, or a, a contributor. He, he's you know? touched the ball 15 times total, like for the Chiefs. So, yeah, no, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't work that way. Um, but nonetheless, I, I just I, I think with Tua, Houston. Deshaun Watson, like this is going to be the this Deshaun Watson domino when it falls is going to trigger an avalanche of movement at the quarterback position, the likes which we've never seen before in the NFL. It's going to be super fun to watch. Uh, It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be the point where we're going to be doing an additional show Mm -hmm. uh, during the week. So keep your eyes out, peeled for that. Row1seat1.com, Joey Fads Radio. 774-992-8702. 774-992-8702. Make sure you like and follow this show right now. You like what you're seeing. You like what you're hearing. Make sure you go over to Row One Seat One, the Facebook page. Follow that. Go to RowOneSeat1.com. Bookmark that shit as one of your favorites. We've got new articles. Uh, Brandon's writing all sorts of uh, basketball articles for us. He is, uh, I guess he's now our official NBA guru. Maybe we should do a, a, a basketball trivia with you two. Oh. One of these days. I think that would be we'll kind of fun. see how that goes. Well, yeah, well, well, I, are you are you are you good with basketball trivia for the most part? Okay. Well, like, what year can we stop at though? Because like, obviously, there's a big age gap. So what? Right, I let... mean, anything after the 1950s, that should be good. Oh, <laughs> I, I like the confidence. I'm ready to go. I like the confidence. So we could, mm. we could do that. Uh, so maybe we should do that. We'll we'll pit you guys against each other. Mm. Um, maybe we could be. Maybe you can dig up some uh, some NBA trivia questions before the show's over. Oh, you're right. going to do this today? I thought it was going to be for another show. No, we'll do it today. Well, oh, he's got to right. research and prepare. Well, we got to do a – we got to do a best of three. Right, you, you, yeah, we you, haven't you, even you, fucking you, talked about the Super Bowl yet. You either know <laughs> it. This guy's already like, oh, let's get some trivia questions. You either know it or you don't know. He's got two – he's got a team that he fucking loathes with all of them. And he's got a quarterback that he wants to fucking get bum-fucked in the ass on Sunday. So he's like, I don't even care about this fucking game. I really don't. I don't want to talk about it. You know what I'm rooting for on Sunday? I'm rooting for the asteroid from Armageddon to 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 come back and, and Bruce like, Willis just, is just sitting there riding the motherfucker. Bruce Willis, like, Bruce Willis, is, like Bruce Willis, just like he detonate, he goes to click the bomb and it just it doesn't go off, and the, yeah. the the asteroid just slams into Earth and ends everything. That's what I'm hoping for. Um, like you didn't Joker win a game. See that? Saturday I told night. you it wasn't gonna win. Or early Sunday morning. Um, no, we're rooting like having well, the, having to choose between at least let the, the game Chiefs, start so I can eat the food. Chiefs like, and the Tom Brady. And the commercials. Fuck me, dude. Like, what a fucking Plus, like, shit show. Like, The weekend's going to be doing the halftime show. I haven't like... watched the halftime show in... I think the last one I watched was 07, was Tom uh, Tom Petty. You didn't watch J-Lo and Shakira? <laughs> no. Oh. Wait. I, that was a pretty good one. I did watch yeah. that one. Never we all mind. watched it because then we were all like, well, did you see that boot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we did watch That's that That's a boot. Yeah, because that one... <laughs> I don't think I watched it in real time. I think I went back and watched oh, it. Oh, you what was me and Sean be like, wow, you seen this? And you're like, wait, wait, what? Yeah. She, what? I don't really do halftime show. I've never been at last Come time. Come on. Th- we shared that gif on our page for like weeks on end with Shakira be like, ah, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> oh, yeah. we, we shared that for a <laughs> long did, time. When she did like the uh, little jihad <laughs> Yeah, legit. Yeah, yeah. legit. He's like, I am going to kill all the infidels. I'm like, oh, shit. And I was like. What's going on with the weekend, anyways? I mean, his face looks all busted up, dude. Yeah, he did some supposedly he did some like surgery for like a video of his. Fuck! But it was fake, though, right? Uh, If that was real, my brother showed me the picture of him the other day. He's like, dude, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. because we were talking about we were talking about how like Botox gone wrong. Yeah, like how people get obsessed, like especially girls that like I mean people that we know they get obsessed with Botox. Next thing you know, they got like the perma duck lips, <laughs> and you're like, ew! Like you used you're to be like, wait, cute. you're the like, flat girl. Like, why did you do that? Like, message. Listen, ladies, 
We don't love the big duck lip. Don't thing. inject Natural needles in your face. Don't, please. don't, just Natural don't. People. Just leave your lips as they are, please. You don't need to go fucking doing that shit. It just, it's just not a good look. It really isn't. There's a few girls I know that have pulled it off, and and it works for them. And a that's Kardashian. Okay. That's about it. Um, no, there's a couple I know personally. It looks, it looks good because you, you almost kind of can't tell. But then you get the ones. That then just you get the ones that go overboard. overboard. Like, oh, you get the full needle. Right. And I'm just like, dude, and they I'm like, tan, they look like Donald Trump. I mean, yeah. it's crazy. I'm like, you look like little Kim from that South Park I episode. Not, I like, What's up, bitches? Oh, I love Trump. Oh, okay, good. I, I, I was going to say, well, you definitely failed your fucking intro. Oh, you're a Trump guy. <laughs> I like right. Trump. Word. All right. Yeah. Nice. Point. Ten points. Big points. Put those points to the forex thing we got going on, B, huh? Yeah. No, 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 no. This only counts on our side. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, 774-992-8702. Give us a call. Get in on some of this action. Let's talk a little bit about the Super Bowl. We got about, uh, well, 40 minutes left. A little, a little bit about the Super Bowl. Joey just 50 said, minutes. He just 50 minutes. Just get hour. to the NBA, huh? Just under an hour. So, uh, Joey never wants to talk basketball. I guess not. Only in the playoffs. Never. It's just regular season basketball just bores the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, oh, yeah, like like we, we were going to talk about it before. We were talking about it before the show. The Brooklyn Nets, they lost like, what, 149 to 146 or something the other night? Yeah, to the Wizards. Or, or 146, 141 so to the Wizards. Inter- interesting stat. Since the trade mm. of James Harden, the Rockets are first and second in overall defense and efficiency, and the Nets are dead last. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Well, they Gee. got Victor Oladipo, wow. one of the best defensive I players don't, in the league. I, I Listen, can't believe what my ears are the hearing. The fat shit Harden that doesn't play defense went to Brooklyn. <laughs> and, and then he got skinny again. I don't know defense. what happened. He was wearing a fat suit. <laughs> yeah. He wanted to get traded. I mean, of course he wanted to get traded. He was like, they don't like me eating chicken wings and seeing strippers. I'm out of here. I'm going to Brooklyn, Queensbridge. Where you at? <laughs> yeah. He, uh, no, he's going right. To, he's, he went straight to uh, the, the nearest barbecue joint uh, when he got to Brooklyn. He was like, or he went to, uh, no, he probably went down to Queens and went to Christo's Steakhouse. Right. Got himself a nice 65-ounce porterhouse dry age. Like, you know, mm-hmm, a la carte sides. He's like, yeah, um... I'm going I'll to the game now. <laughs> I'll skip the yeah. veggie. Just give me those lobster mashed potatoes. Um, make it extra three. Extra bacon, thank you. Yeah, extra bacon. Um, if you've never been to Cristo's Steakhouse in Queens, I oh, oh, to die for. Fuck! I spent $150 on my tab, and I didn't have a drink. Oh my god! That was a steak, asparagus, mashed potatoes. Oh, see so a pea stunk. I think that was it. Yeah, it was just a steak and two sides. $150. Worth every goddamn yeah, was, fucking That was like what? Really? Three-pound steak? How do you get your steak? Me, I'm a Pittsburgh guy. Hmm. Black and blue. Like, char- and when I when the waiter asked me, how do you want that cooked? And I said, He's like, Pits- I want it to move. I said, Pittsburgh. And the guy was like. Get out of my restaurant. And the guy was like, he was like, very well, sir. Excellent choice. Like, I was like, thank you. I assume his name was Alistair or something fancy <laughs> like that. And he was like, you know. I'm sure it was. It was, uh, and then the, the bus girl. Her name was probably Calpurnia, and you know she was coming over filling my my water glasses because I was too fucking really broke. Fucking I was too Jesus. broke at the time. <laughs> I was too broke at the time to afford any booze. Like it was like I was in I was college. I was too broke, but I but but bought a hundred dollars steak. You know, I, I was either listen. Do I eat like, it was like a king? Do I, can I get some butter with it at I, least, I can, man? I can drink the juice from the fucking butter. Let me get some A one steak. I, I can skip the twenty one dollar rum and coke. Okay, yeah. just give me the steak. But you I'm not here for the rum and coke. Water, like, Captain Jesus. and Coke tastes like Captain and Coke, whether you're at Christo's or you're at fucking 908. Unless it's 100 proof. Captain 100, dangerous shit. Yeah, no, it bad. is. Trust me. Bad. Oh, maybe one day when you get a little bit more into the inner circle, I'll share with you the time where uh, I went to Baltimore and went on a 24-hour oh, bender Christ. for the ages. And well, I gotta started, this was also the Red Sox days. It started, oh, it started with a pint of Captain 100. <laughs> um, but... Listen, we can get into the 99 bananas days if you really want to get fucking Ugh. dangerous. Oh, I like those. those Parrot are Bay. 
Oh, I I couldn't smell coconut scented shampoo for like five years after that. <laughs> I still that. hate everything coconut. I'm not a coconut guy. Yeah. Oh, I love Par- coconut. I hate Par- almond Bay joys. Was like I life, really do. Like Dude, almond joy, favorite, like one of my favorite candies of all time. Oh, come on. Like, for, actually, you know what? Don't even give disgusting. me the almond joy. Just give me the mounds. I don't even want the almonds. Oh, Just give me man. the mounds. Ugh. No, the chocolate and coconut. Pina coladas, love them. Yeah, I could, I could do disgusting. a pina colada. I could drink like the coconut one. paste like out of the can for days. <laughs> oh it's just like it's like oh pure sugar. <laughs> like, do you like coconut water? Yes, actually I do. Disgusting. I love coconut water. Vile, vile. Spit it right out. I love it. My wife gets it every once in a while, and, and there's certain brands I don't like though. Mm-hmm. I will say this: there are certain ones, the like the ones with the pulp. Mm-mm, I'm all set. They have some with pulp. Yeah, the coconut Jeez, water with pulp weird. is like gag worthy. Yeah, you're like, you're like I didn't even know what like, your body doesn't even know how to react. It's like what the fuck. <laughs> so, that being said, um, no coconut. Oh yeah, sign me the fuck up, bro. Put a straw right in it. You're good. To Can't go. wait to go to Barbados in in uh, December. Go right on the beach and go see. Grab a machete I, I, and cut a coconut. In can't half. remember the guy's <laughs> name, but he's the guy that owns the pharmacy where we get all of our medication, and he's the and guy that makes us juice. Yeah, he's uh, the guy yeah. that makes us like the Bahama Mamas in the coconut right on the beach. And he's like, "Oh yeah, this is the Bad Mama Riri." Like, because you know Rihanna's from Barbados, so like yeah. he's like, "Yeah, this is the Bad Mama Riri." And you he's just, like, "Yeah, spice it up, bro." You get fucked up. I can't remember. My brothers know his name. I can't remember his fucking name, but um. There's probably good reason for that. They well, they know. He was like, I went to him for the seventeenth time at three o'clock in the afternoon. It's just funny. He's he's like, like, hey, he's this, he's this, he's this five ten. I mean, when I say like, like, you don't remember the name, like you remember the height. Like he's like Wesley Snipes black, and he's just shredded, like total six pack. Just walks around his jorts. Wesley Snipes. He has jorts on. That's it. Wesley Snipes. Yeah. And then he's just got jorts and shades. And then he just walks out, goes over to the end of the cliff, and he's like, all right, man, see you later, and jumps off into the water. You're like, what the fuck? And then he just goes and like swims like 10 Tarzan. miles. Yeah. Swims like 10 miles, like hangs out. To like a banana boat. Yeah, he goes like, you know, oh, high fives a shark or two. He's like, what's up, little great white? And he's like, you know. Oh, so he's the rock. No, he's me. me. I'm, I'm going to ride a great white before I die. Yeah, we know. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, I'm jumping in with my fucking spurs jangling. Ready? Listen, 50 cents. On the machine. Yeah. Look, I'm doing it. Right? I didn't say it was had to be alive, motherfucker. I'm no, riding this bitch. I, I am going to make myself so fucking internet famous by jumping in the water and riding a great white and just grabbing and onto Sean his door. I'm gonna be so internet famous, be like. We'll be doing a live broadcast. Yeah. While I mean, that. I might be missing a foot or like, two. Hey, what's all that red shit in the water? It's just blood. Don't worry, he'll be all right. Don't worry about me. I'm gonna do it. But anyway, all right. What were we talking about? The Super Bowl. I mean, we were trying to talk about the Super Bowl. We were talking Brady. Any little thing that you can do to get off of it. All right, so. Let's let's talk a little bit about. Let's the get to the Super Bowl. We know who you're rooting for. I know who's going to win. Oh, okay. Okay, so not just rooting for. It. So, because we're going to have arguments going back and forth. That's here. fine. Okay, we're, we're going to argue that. So, Brady and the Bucks. Brady and the Bucks. Okay. I'm Kansas City. You're Kansas City and Kermit. All right. So I'm going to make the case for the Bucks to win this game. Okay. And the reason why I think the Bucs can win this game is, A, their front seven is nasty. My dude, Shaq Barrett, who learned a thing or two by learning a thing or two from the greatest defense of this generation, the 2015 Denver Broncos, and Vaughn Miller and DeMarcus Ware. Now, people forget that Shaq Barrett was like the third or fourth best rusher on that team because Shane Ray was there. They had, no, that was a really they good were stacked across the board. Well, you gotta Look at the names that you have in the front, front four. 
Denver in 2015? No, right now. Oh, right in, now. In, okay, in I was going to say, why are you changing the subject? Um, no, so you've got Shaq Barrett, who I think is going to show out. And then you've got the problem for the Kansas City Chiefs. they got backup tackles going into this game. Yep. Both their, their left and right tackle are backups. Yep. That is going to be a problem with Jason Pierre-Paul and Shaq Barrett. Vita V coming back. Okay, got they've got Dominican the Sue. They've the, the 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 linebackers for the Bucks. This is going to be a problem for the Chiefs. Now the Chiefs did eke out a win against the Bucks earlier this year, twenty seven twenty four. Yep. Didn't it wasn't that close? Let's not you know act like it was like the oh my Bucks God. made it a game late. It, right. It was it was kind of it was like what twenty seven fourteen I think it was and yep. the the Buck you know the Bucks, the Bucks came, scored ten points and it was like oh my, oh God. my God Brady's going to do it again and and then he didn't because Tom Brady's a bitch but. Wait, you're making the case. Shh. I'm making the case because the Tampa Bay defense is going to be the difference in this game. The Tampa Bay pass rush is going to be the difference in this game. Shaq Barrett, Jason Pierre-Paul going up against backup tackles for the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be a problem for Pat Mahomes okay. and that Kansas City offense. And I think if the Bucs are able to keep this in, you know, like... Under 30? Low to, like, like, like mid to high 20s. So under 30. Under 30? Mm-hmm. I don't see any way the Bucks lose if they keep the Chiefs under thirty. And is Pat Mahomes even fully healthy for this? He game? did say he did say come out. He did come out this today and say that his toe is is, is about a, is one hundred percent. He's fine. Well, wasn't he in concussion protocol? Yeah, but he too? played last week with the concussion. So yeah, the whole concussion protocol thing was total bullshit anyway because yep. he was. I mean, let's be honest. Even if he was concussed, there was no fucking way they were holding him out of the no. AFC Championship. Look, he got knocked out. Fucking people get knocked out and walk away and play in a couple like couple days. It's not that big. But of a the deal. average time that someone spends in concussion it's protocol, 10, 10 to nineteen days. days. Oh, nineteen, 19 days. days. The wow. average NFL player misses. Yeah, he missed six. Didn't even miss a game. Amazing! It's amazing. He must have had some of that Tom Brady coconut water, uh, concussion <laughs> he's, he's water, pliable. coconut flavored concussion water. So you're saying that we'll go back and forth, all right? So you're you're front seven, okay? But the thing that Kansas City has that Tampa Bay doesn't have is speed. So, yes, you can blitz Mahomes. Murphy Bunting would like a word with you, sir. He's not fast. Shh. He reacts well. It's not the point. Of course it's the point. I just wanted to say Listen, his name. Bring the heat. Bring the heat, right? <clears throat> I got cheated to my right. You bring the heat. He takes two steps, breaks inside. He gets the ball. Gonzo. But the but the Bucks have the linebackers to combat that. But the Bucks you, are one of the few defenses I think that's actually seven. legitimately You're saying front seven. So that means the linebackers are involved in the heat. No, no, no. I'm saying the front seven of the Bucks, meaning everybody except the two safeties in the, in the corners, they're capable. They're capable of getting pressure, applying pressure, or keeping up with the, the keeping up with the, the, the tight ends. Keeping, well, look, keeping up with Travis Kelsey. Lamonte David is. I'm good. not saying they're not. They're not. The front seven is nasty. Yeah, they can rush the shit out of the fucking passer, and they can bring heat, but they can also cover. Look, that's, that's part of it. Lamonte because David that's is what great. I'm saying. That White front is seven great. is talented as fuck. But you're not talking about. The Tampa, the Tampa Bay went up against Green Bay last year. They had Devontae Adams last week. And what, Robert Tanyan is their tight end? No, you're talking about Travis Kelsey that's setting records as a tight end. you got to keep up with that guy. And when you have a linebacker and a safety that watch him, your other safety's watching Hill, Miko Hardman's just as fast as fucking Tyreek Hill. Who's going to cover that guy? There's too many different ways that the Chiefs can beat you with Listen, speed. I, I think Todd Bowles will find a way. I, I'm glad you think he will, but I don't think that he has enough to keep up with it. That's my issue. Uh, listen, you got Devin White, Levante David. Uh-huh. All right, these guys right here: Devin White, yeah, Levante David. They are great. And then, and then I, I'm not even getting into it, but 
Antoine Winfield Jr. has been playing out of his fucking mind as well. He was hurt. These are guys. What's up with him, actually? He's back. He'll, he'll be he's fine. fine. Yeah, he's all right. fine. Because I know the shoulder was all fucked up. And all I, that I believe shit. he's supposed to play on Sunday. I don't. I mean, I don't see any way he doesn't. Yeah, that's right. But how? But if he is banged up, how well and how long? Listen, does he I'm play? just saying this Tampa Bay defense. It's come alive the last mm-hmm. three, four, five weeks of the season. Well, I think it's had to. They haven't had a choice because Brady's turned into an interception machine. So, three, by the way, three again last week. I know. If Bra- I'll tell you right now, I'll, I'll put it to you this way, Keith. If Tom Brady throws three interceptions in the Super Bowl, oh, they lose. This game is over by halftime. Yep. You know, depending on the timing of sets of those. Well, those three I'm interceptions gonna, were. Oh, in let, the me, let me put it this way: the Chiefs walk away with a three-score win. Okay. Easily, if Brady throws three picks. Yep. Or turns the ball over three times. Like that, there's because what I will say about this is that the Tampa Bay defense is they're not great. They're not going to stymie you. And I mean by that, I mean they're not going to sit there and, and shut you out, shut you down, and make you. You know, they're not the 2000 Ravens. They're not the 02 Bucks, the 08 Steelers, the 15 Broncos. They're not any of those teams. But what they are is they they're the 09 Saints. Okay. They're extremely yeah, opportunistic. Yeah. And they get after the quarterback. So they're going to force your hand. They're going to force you to put the ball in the air. They're going to force Mahomes to roll out and get outside the pocket and make some pretty crazy throws. And how many times have we said it? Mahomes is ripe. That that Eventually, that train is going to come to an end. That track is going to end. And that train's going to come off the rails. And you, those, those no-look passes... You know, back across the middle, those are going to start going back the other way for six. Those cute little left-handed shovels, those are going to end up as fumbles or, or, or incompletions. That shit ain't going to fucking cut it. And, and I hate to say it, but I think we might be looking at an opportunity here for the Bucks If Brady and the offense take care of the ball, this could be bad news for the Chiefs. So you're saying you your defense is going to make the best quarterback in the league, quotation marks, have to throw the ball. Great plan. Throw the ball in places that he doesn't want to throw but the ball. But there is no places he doesn't want to throw the ball because in Andy Reid's offense, they throw the ball fucking everywhere. Right. Andy Reid's philosophy is, okay, we're going to throw the ball, and then we're going to throw the ball. And, and we're going to fake, that, and gonna then, fake and, run the ball. And then when that doesn't work, we're going to throw the ball some more. Well, correct. And then if we still can't throw the ball, we're going to throw the ball. I get it. We, we've seen this since Brandon was in diapers when you know Andy Reid was in Priest Philly. Holmes. Well... Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, if you want to go to the Philly days, Donovan McNabb, all that. Weapon bullshit. X, Brian Westbrook, like Bingo. They, you know, Deuce Staley. Like there were guys, but Andy Reid's made a career off of throwing the fucking ball, and he's still doing it. He's and got he's little still... ass Clyde Edwards Hilaire, <laughs> just knocking shit around all five eight of them. Did you just say Eclair? <laughs> now I'm all hungry. Oh damn! I'm all excited. Thought you said steak. No, but I mean, Joey, if Tampa Bay's reliance is to make Patrick Mahomes throw the ball, Patrick Mahomes wins the game. I see. I agree, but I think that the the Tampa Bay Bucks can make Patrick Mahomes do some things that he's not comfortable doing, and I'll, make, I'll, I'll give you that, and, and make him take some high risk throws. And what we've seen from the Bucks defense throughout this postseason is when they when you make a high risk throw, they've made you pay for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Murphy but, Bunting, but Antoine Winfield Jr. Again, those guys, Levante throw. David, hey, Tyreek, Tyreek, all those guys Tyreek. I just named, Listen. are excellent cover players. Go route, okay. On your 25th step, break left. I guarantee you they can't keep up, keep up with you. I'm just going to huck it. Chase it down, son. Chase it down. Right, but then... but, but That's but that's, then, the, that's the end. That's that's the, like, but all right, you he's rolled when, out. But, but when he's got nowhere to go. Oh, I'll just chuck it up in the air and see if Cheetah yeah, can okay, run it down. The broken play is what 
Pat Mahomes makes his living off. Absolutely, he's excellent. He There's nobody better right now except maybe Him, Aaron Rodgers. Russell Wilson, and Aaron Rodgers, and Russ, three. yeah, at improvising. Backyard, when shit I'm goes, saying pure backyard. When shit goes tits up. Yep. And and I will give you this: the Chiefs have a second gear that you rarely see in NFL offenses. Yeah. I've seen it, and it's a, on all all only, all the way around. Only a few times in my life have I ever seen the gear that the Chiefs can do, and it's, I think it was it's show on turf esque. It but wasn't I even showing. I think they even took the Chiefs took it a level above that. The only the teams speed. I've ever seen that had that gear were the '98 Vikings, the '04 Colts, and the 2013 Broncos. It, before this, all right, the because Vikings, Chris Cotter, the Randy 07, Moss, the 07, the 07 Patriots, they, they didn't, they never had to hit that second gear because no, they, they were, they, were just they had a great defense, yeah. so they just didn't really have to mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. You, Thad made a great point in the in the chat room last week. You could be down by twenty, and the Chiefs are still in the game. The Chiefs, are, the Chiefs could be down by twenty. And they're still there. Absolutely. You're not like you're not sitting there like, oh fuck like yeah, don't look good. Yeah, they can put up twenty one points in a quarter. Don't look good, but that's that's three that's three three, three drives. drives. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're in the lead. The difference is the difference I think what it's really gonna come down to is is Brady gonna be able to put the ball are the Bucks and Brady going to be able to put the ball in the end zone when they have the chance to do it? Because if they have to settle for three, and we saw this uh in the AFC championship game last year with Tennessee, the the Chief, the Titans were up, what was it? 13 to 6 mm-hmm. or 13 7. The Titans took the ball down. They kicked the field goal. It was 16 7. Everybody in my room, everybody in my house, we were all rooting for the Titans. We went, fucking game's over. That's it. They it's to it's punch over. Because it you can't kick field goals again. That's what I mean by when these teams, these offenses, they have that second gear. The Chiefs can hit that gear almost at will. Mm-hmm. They're down 20, no problem. You're they, if they're if it's 13 uh, or 16 to 7. At the end of the first quarter, that game's over. Like, you've already kicked two field goals and scored a touchdown? Or, or three field goals and a touchdown? Like, all right, you already, nope, you fucked up. Yeah. You straight you straight fucked up, bro. Like, you're not fucking coming back. The only thing is, is if Brady can get the ball down, they can put it in the end zone. He can find Evans, Gronk, Godwin, Fournette, one of the plethora of weapons that he has because, you know, Tom Brady doesn't need any weapons, but apparently he does. Well, if he can find any of them and put seven on the board, then it's going to put pressure on the Chiefs. Then Shaq Barrett, Jason Pierre-Paul, Devante, you know, Devin White, Levante David, those guys, then they're going to be able to do what they're best at, and that's get after the quarterback and just chase them around because they're relentless. Those guys are relentless. And Vita V, Vita V, whatever I was pronounced? Vita V. Vita V. That's a that's that's a monstrous presence in the middle of that defensive line. It's not going to allow Mahomes to kind of just sit there and – do what he's got to do. He'll roll. He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to go pick a side. Shaq Barrett, Jason Pierre-Paul. It's gonna get ugly, or it could get ugly for him. And I really think the Bucks defense has a chance to keep this game close and keep it to that kind of one-score game that we saw in the regular season. Now, the biggest takeaway going in, you know, before we get out of here and, and get into this game on Sunday, Brady's thrown multiple interceptions in his past two playoff games. The running game didn't come alive last week until the end of the game when you already kind of knew the Bucs were going to win it. If the Bucs can't get that running game started early and they literally have to rely on Brady throwing the ball 50 times, they lose. Because the Chiefs' defense, while not great, is opportunistic where they have the guys in play that can capitalize on a slight errant throw or jump a route when they see a guy going for a break. We've seen it all year long. They're not good. But all of a sudden, you're like, wow, they made like those four plays. You're like, mm, that's what won them the fucking game. 
And if Brady's throwing the ball 50-plus times, that leans me more towards the Chiefs than even Oh, if Brady's going to throw else. the ball 50 times, the Chiefs win this in a route. But now think about this. It's Tom Brady and the woe of all time, Bruce Arians. He's going to be like, hey, Tom. Brent, does that give you any concern? The fact that Bruce Arians, there is a decent to excellent chance that Bruce Arians is at some point going to fuck this game up and ruin it for the Bucks. Well, here's the deal. I, I don't think that Bruce Arians is the worst of all time. You know, he's been a part of championship teams in the past. Wasn't he a coordinator on the Pittsburgh Steelers? 2008, he was the offensive coordinator. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, he has Brady now, and I get it. He's been given all these quarterbacks on a silver freaking platter, and he hasn't been able to get the job done. But it's Tom Brady. It's Rob Gronkowski. I think we're going to see some prime performances out of these two guys in the Super Bowl. See, but here's my issue, though. To what Joey and I were just saying about the 50-plus times attempted, mm. Bruce Aaron's going to look at Tom Brady and be like, hey, Tom, I'm just excited we got here, man. You're going to shine. Fucking win up. I mean, he's a coach, right? He can call are, his own plays. We are not running the ball today. Go <laughs> yeah. ahead, Tom. Lead us to glory. Honestly, I wouldn't want to run the ball. You got Ronald Jones, who's a fumbling machine, and Leonard but if Fournette. Tom throws is... the ball that much. It's not going to work. I think if Brady has to throw well, the ball, it shouldn't that be much, fifty times. I'll it, agree with you on yeah, that. Yeah, if but. it's if, if Brady's throwing the ball north of forty times, it's probably because they're playing catch up. And right. when you're playing catch up with the Chiefs, you're going to lose. You're going to lose I because agree. you for, need a balance for everything I just said about the Bucks. Defense and Shaq Barrett and Pierre Paul and that front seven being able to get after the Colts, the uh, after the quarterback, the Chiefs defense is equally opportunistic. All right, I mean you've got uh, uh, what's his name, Frank um, Frank Clark. Frank Clark, Clark thank yeah, you. Clark, yeah. uh, you got you got Frank Clark. You got uh, the, the what's the fucking linebacker's name there? Fucking number forty nine, the white dude. Um, Sorensen. Is it Reed? Not Reed Sorensen. Sorensen for Kansas City. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, Reed Sorensen. Jesse Sorensen. He's the. Uh, NASCAR driver. That's yeah, no, that's so what I was like, wait um, No, but it, it's Sorensen. You've got the Honey Badger. You've got players honey on the Badger, Chiefs defense. Listen, Matthew, Honey Badger you know. makes those opportunistic same, same kind, Same kind of build on defense where they're not going to shut you out for three and a half quarters and make you go the length of the field and, and make you earn every single yard. They're not one of those like elite all-time defenses. They're extremely opportunistic, though. Absolutely. And when you give the ball back to Pat Mahomes in that offense, as the Chiefs have done – all year, bad shit happens for the other team. I mean, it's just the way it goes. I don't care who the quarterback is. It's not going to matter. So I think it's going to be kind of a, a, a chess game early on. Look, if I'm if I'm betting on this game right now, I'm taking the Bucks in the first half mm-hmm. to cover whatever the spread is. I think the Bucks will be leading at the end in the first half. I think the Bucks will have a mm-hmm. What, three seven, to three to seven point lead. Three to seven point lead at halftime, which at, is not enough. Or it'll be close. Or at some point in the first half, I think it'll be close. Either the Chiefs might be leading at the half, but I think it'll be like like I said, a small lead. Okay. That being said, everything I just—it's not enough. It's not. I'm still picking the Chiefs to win, mm-hmm. and I, and I still think Kansas City is is gonna is gonna win this one because because of what I said because I everything I just said about the Bucks and what they're gonna have to do to win this game. I don't think they're gonna be able to do it. All right, quick tidbit. <laughs> yeah, I How many times did Tom Brady throw the ball last week? Don't tell me it was 40-plus. It was less. It was less than that. How many? No, okay. it wasn't. It was 38, 39? I'm going to say 32. Okay, it was 38. Okay. How many picks did he throw last week? Trey. Trey. Yeah. Okay. One pick per 10 attempts. Yes? Mm-hmm. Yes. But one pick per 
12 attempts. Yeah, whatever. Point yeah, point six. Was that a mathematician? Whatever. Right? Yeah. But look, you, you get the you get the. I mean, who knows if you throw to that 40th time, it could have gotten picked off, right? It could have. True. So now you're talking a guy that only threw 38 times, threw for 280 yards, three touchdowns, three picks. Okay. You had 24 total carries by your running backs, mm-hmm. and they only netted you 65 yards. You can't have that game against Kansas City because no. if you're if you're running no, the ball 24 times, you're now down 17 points because those running plays haven't gotten you haven't gotten you scores. But who is the king of the you know the fourth quarter comeback? That's Tom Brady. So even if the Buccaneers are in a situation where they're down points, oh well, when still... he has to throw the ball and he gets picked off in the end zone by Logan Ryan, you know what? Things happen. Brady isn't – he's not perfect, you know, but he does have six championships. And if I had to Bill bet Belichick my house – has six championships. Uh, Tom Brady does Tom too. Brady. But if I had to bet my house on a guy that can get the job done, I, I would go with Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. I'm taking the Kermit the Frog if we're betting homes. If I'm betting houses right now, I'm taking the Kansas City I'm Chiefs. I'm taking Kermit the Frog. I hate to fucking Brady, say it. I can't – Listen, he's a Denver Broncos It literally fan. physically flag behind pains this me to have to pick this game because it's like – Oh, do I want to listen to the obnoxious ass fucking New England fans who all of a sudden act like they like they they, they were never a Patriots fan? They're just all Bucks fans now. And, oh, I and love that turnover too. Tom Brady had seven rings and da 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 da. And that obnoxious. Or do I want to have to fucking hear all, all, yeah. all the fucking obnoxious, all the other obnoxious fucking cheese fans? Although, granted, the obnoxious cheese fan hasn't really become a thing. No. What what what's more problematic? It's the obnoxious girlfriend. Not it's, yet, at least. it's the yeah, obnoxious yeah, right. Mahomes fanboys. Yeah. Like, where they're just like, oh, I'm, I love Kermit the Frog here. He throws the football with his left hand. Hey, did you even see his brother? I guess he's a TikTok star now. Yeah. And when Mahomes got hurt, he was doing a TikTok video I saw. I mean, I, I like Mahomes. I think he's a great player. I think his trajectory is that he could be in that conversation of greatest of all time. But here's a question. If Brady beats Mahomes in the Super Bowl, does that cement his legacy? Because Mahomes, no matter how many championships he gets, six, seven, whatever it may be, if he loses to Brady in this Super Bowl, he could never surpass Brady in that conversation, in that goat talk. All right, so, I mean, but this, this yes and no, because... Well, I mean, I don't put Tom Brady at the top of my list. Right. Well, I know I mean, you don't. I, I don't either, but a subjective this is opinion. why it's yes and no. Yes in the sense that he can never say, well, I beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, but no in the sense of he could win... In fact, his next be, five. In fact, he would be zero and two against Brady in the playoffs. Right. So I mean, he'll he'll have that. Like, well, you never beat Tom Brady. He'd be like, yeah, that's great, but I've also only lost two Super Bowls in my lifetime, or one Super Bowl in my lifetime, and I've won five. Yeah, we'll like, see how it plays. He out. has that potential to be good for the next fifteen years. I mean, look, I, 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 as far as Mahomes go, like I'm putting. You a, can't cement his legacy yet. You got to wait. Yeah, of course. I, granted, not. this kid is he's only been the starter for what three years? Three years. He's already been to two Super Bowls. Yeah. I mean, That's look, a pretty good. Well, Brady and Mahomes both won it at twenty four, right? And and Brady had had only been the starter for three years, and he had been to three Super Bowls, right. like or four years, and been to three. Well, so he went the first year, then he missed the year, then missing O two, yeah, missing O two, and then they won back to back in all three and all four. And but they, and then they missed for a while. And then it was just yeah, yeah and then it was yeah. it was just in that O seven. And then they had the gap. It was ten years. There was a ten year yeah. gap between gap. Brady's. You know, Whereas if, if you look at Kansas City, if they're all young, right now a couple of them are on the cheap, it really depends on how long Andy Reid's going to stay there. Mm. If Andy Reid has a plan for Biennemi to take over and just ride the ship, like when Reid was that, there. Does it, doesn't it feel that way? Because it it, Biennemi has been the hottest name in the coaching and nobody has the last even three years. Sniffed right. And everybody's like been McDaniels like, God, dude, he bombed his interview. Like He's like, he kind of sucks. Yeah, it's like he goes into it and he's like, I'm taking over this team. So what do you think of this play? He's like, oh, yeah. I fucking punt the ball. Yeah, uh, it's first yeah. and ten. Yeah, let's fucking punt it. <laughs> 
it's kind of weird because it, he's just like so, one of those but, guys. But, if, but Can- yeah. if that's Kansas City's plan, and it's like, all right, the enemy is just going to stand to Reed for the next couple years until Reed's like, yeah, my ticket can't take it no more. I'm just going to go and die in my wheelchair with my cheeseburger in peace. The enemy can just take it and continue the ship. Take it in stride. And you have all these guys that will grow up with Reed and with the enemy that will never have to worry about it. You're going to keep Hill. You're going to keep Kelsey. You're going to keep Mahomes. Alaire's on the cheap for another three years. Watkins is damaged goods. You could keep him as long as you want because he's going to be on the cheap again. Like Hardman, young. Rookie deal. So you got two years of that left. Like This is a nucleus that can be together for six years. Patrick Mahomes is signed for what? Ten years? Even though it's going to be like an every like three-year renewal? See, I'm worried about the offensive line. I mean, you got a lot of aging veterans on that line, and once those guys That's decide to call it score. quits, it, it is, but you can never say that just because we're drafting this guy in the first round that he's going to pan out. I mean, look at Eric this Fisher. Is <laughs> this is true. Well, Eric Fisher was really, really fucking good. I mean, he is, but I don't. I still don't think Eric Fisher lived up to full expectations. Uh, I would disagree. I think he did. I, he just, he just. The thing is, when an offensive lineman lives up to expectations, you don't, you don't you know don't because you don't hear about him. Yeah. The only time you hear about offensive linemen is when they're bad. Yep. Yeah, I mean, think I, about I'm it. not going to disagree. Who's, who's the greatest athlete in football right now? The greatest athlete in football. Best athlete in football. That's a loaded question. That's a loaded question. You know who you're going to say? Me? Who's your, who's your favorite athlete in, the, in football? Best athlete? Yeah. It's my chocolate stud pony. No, I'm, what, what about uh, Smith from the Cowboys? The oh, sorry, no. You said athlete, not – he's the most dominant non-quarterback. Yeah, sure. I mean, you could say Tyreek Kill, greatest athlete. He's a one-trick pony. He's fast. I mean, what position are you thinking about? Yeah, I'm just saying I, I, overall. Like, but like, see, you, see, you, like, but you're saying greatest athlete in the league right now. Like, you're talking measurable. So, like, DK would probably be the yeah, number DK, one guy. Yeah. But, but we've said but it. I think, you but, sit there and you, you just rave about Smith. And you're like, dude, this guy's 300 pounds. He is. And he's doing some Tyron shit that Smith 250 was, pound at, guys can't at, do. At one, at one point, Tyron Smith was the most dominant player in the NFL that, wasn't, that did not play the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. He's not there lately, but he was. Little injuries here and there. It's an absolute one. I mean, Aaron Donald would have to be a guy that comes to mind. Aaron Donald's a 290-pound, six-foot-two freak of fucking nature with a mm. goddamn six-pack that makes me like makes Mr. Olympia look like he makes. I mean, Chase Young much. has to be in the conversation too. Chase Young would be up there. Vaughn Miller would be up there. Khalil Mack time. would be up there. There's a lot of guys that would be up there in that that conversation. But I think what you're saying, what you're getting at, is who's the best, who's the most dominant player at their position, you know, in terms of size, speed. And ability, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Which I, I think that's what you were getting at. Yeah. My thing is this, right? Perfect example, and I'm going to use the Broncos as a, a, a because it's it's easy. All we heard about for th- the last three years was Garrett Bowles is a bust. The Broncos took him in the first round. He's a bust. He's a bust. He's a bust. He's a bust. You did not hear a fucking peep from anybody about Garrett Bowles this year. Why? Because he played like he because was he quietly to. became one of the best left tackles in football. Yeah. You don't hear about the best left tackles in football ever. So to your Eric Fisher point, I would disagree. I think Eric Fisher's been a phenomenal player his entire career, and I've watched a ton of him, and, and he's he's absolutely he's been, he's been consistent, if nothing else. Absolutely, exactly. He's been extremely yeah, consistent. That. He has been consistent, but that's what you want out of a lineman: consistency. Every week, I know this guy's going to make the right play. But you know who? You know what's kind of funny, and and this will be the last thing, and we'll 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 jump off on a little smorgasbord here to to, to round out the show. Um, but the last thing, the, the the right tackle that's going to be playing uh, for Kansas City on Sunday, Mike Remmers. Remember him? Remember Mike Remmers? Mike Remmers was the right tackle for the Carolina Panthers who got oh, the brakes yeah, beaten uh, off of him D- by Jake Von Delon. Miller. Yeah, Jake oh, Delon. No, oh, no. Oh, by, by Von Miller in 2015. So. 
Scary proposition if you are Kansas City. Kansas City, and you've got Shaq Barrett, who is on that defense, and watch Von Miller beat said breaks off of it's Mike Not going to go good. Going up against another guy who's already been there, done that, beat him. So, uh, yeah, this could uh, – it could be – it's going to be a fun game on Shaq Sunday. Shaq Barrett is not Von Miller, though. Shaq Barrett is not Von Miller. But he, he's good. But he's, he's extremely really good. good. Oh, no, I know. I, the only reason – He's not Von Miller. Trust me, the Broncos wanted to keep him. The only reason they didn't was because he was ne- – he didn't, he didn't want to stay in Denver because – he was, was never, he was never. He was never going to play over Demarcus Ware or Von Miller, mm-hmm. and he wanted to go be a starter somewhere. He went to Tampa, had like what twenty and a half sacks last year, whatever it was. And Ware didn't last much longer, so Ware well, Ware retired, but yeah. they knew probably should have. But they weren't. Then. But they weren't going to pay him. <laughs> no, you he know, wanted Buku money. He, he shit, Shaq in. Barrett yeah. was going to be able to cash in, and, yeah, and he he's a great in. fucking player. Yeah, he did. Hope, I, and look, if Tampa Bay wins on Sunday, you know, I keep my house. <laughs> Godwin. Evans. So where do you live? And Dominican Sue, Shaq Barrett, Jason Pierre Paul. <laughs> you know, all the like Garrett Blunt, like so all those guys right, kind of deserve <laughs> a ring. Barbershop. And I, I'm okay with all of them getting the ring. My only problem is, is that no matter what happens, like Brady could go out and throw six interceptions, and he's going to be like, oh, Brady, Brady, Brady led them to a Super Bowl. Oh, God, <laughs> yeah, it was all Brady. Like, oh, did you see that interception Tom Brady threw? It was such a classic clutch interception that he threw because it <laughs> made the Chiefs think that they were going to be able to win the game, but then they did it. He's a chess player. I mean, uh, come on. You know, you're like – this isn't Queen's Gambit, man. That's the only thing that's going to fucking piss me off about it. Other than that, I love the Bucks. You know, our buddy on our softball team, Jeffy, he's he's going to be – he hates Tom Brady probably as much as I do, and yet his team's in the Super Bowl, and he's yeah. like – he's probably in, like, a conundrum right now. Like, fuck! Like – What do you do? What do I do? Like, dude, you just – you take the Super Bowl, you eat it, you deal with it, you, you – And you give all the credit to Bruce Arians, of and course. Just, yeah, just divert <laughs> the Or credit. Mike Evans, because he's been there. Be like, oh, oh Mike it was Evans, Mike Evans, yeah! yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what uh, uh, final score prediction for the game? Final score. I mean, it's going to be high scoring. I'm going to go 31-28 Buccaneers. See, I'm going to go 38-34 Chiefs. I'm going to go 41-27 Chiefs. Chiefs. And I think they're going to win it going away. The reason I, why I say 38-34 is like the Chiefs have it in hand, and then the Bucks make that run. I think it's going to be you the same way, but I think the, the Chiefs are going to have – I think the Chiefs are going to build up a lead in the third in quarter, hand. and this game's going to be over. And Joey's sitting the there. He's like, yeah, we played spades, and I got dealt every joker, little joker, the deuce, the ace <laughs> of spades. Yeah, I'm going to win. <laughs> Never played spades. I have no idea what that reference is to, but I'll, oh, really? I'll take it. I understood it. it a little bit. Yeah, I'm more uh, of a blackjack kind of guy. Huh? Uh, see, I'm a roulette guy, so I just I like roulette too. I just I like, like my on blackjack. I like blind better. luck. Blind luck. Ah, uh, this number. Hey, there it is. All <laughs> see, right. I play red or black when I, I didn't play have roulette. to think. <laughs> well, see, my my strategy yeah, when exactly. I play is that like so we go on the cruise ships. There's a dollar minimum that you okay. uh, you put on the on the uh, on the on the bets. So I'll always – I start off with 10 bucks. I'll put 5 bucks on black, and then I'll play five black numbers. Mm. So even if it lands on black, get I get that. my 5 bucks back. And then if it so happens to land on the number. And if it happens to hit one of my numbers, I always play the same five numbers. Now, the only time I didn't play the same five numbers was this one time I was on my honeymoon, and six black had come up two times in a row on the wheel. <laughs> and I was like, well, fuck it. Um if you're in the devil's playground, you better Might play as well digits. Play <laughs> so I threw whatever stack, chip stack I had, 
down on six black, and lo and behold, it came up a third fucking time in a row. And I walked out with like I don't know seventeen hundred bucks or whatever wow. it was. I walked right across the hallway to the duty free shop, bought two bottles of Johnny Blue, and went back up to my room. And I was like, "See you later." You're like, "Look what I got, babe!" Yeah, the whole place it was crazy. <laughs> he was though, like, "Never mind, I could have paid for half the trip just now, but it, you know, it, it was awesome." Look what I brought you. I brought some. Alcohol. No, they were they were buy one get one three hundred bucks. Buy one really? get one free. Buy one get one oh, free. Three hundred dollar bottles. Two hundred. Yeah. Yeah. No, bottles. Two hundred ninety dollars. But you buy, buy one, get one free. Oh, I was like, you can't beat that. I would have fucking done it too. Yeah, get $150 steak while you're at it. I walked out with 1400 bucks yeah, in my yeah, pocket, right. and then I you know, gambled in the way you made it sound was that 1700 bucks went to booze. Yeah, Listen, it, it did sound like that. <laughs> if you know Scotch, you know Johnny Blue does not cost that much money. I didn't hear the blue. I just at Johnny. most, Johnny Blue will run you for two bottles, 600 bucks. At most. But you're on a cruise ship. Too. Unless you're the getting ripped off. It's usually inflated. No, it's usually the other way around. Nah. Cheaper. See? Never been on a cruise. Never been on a cruise. Nope. No. Uh, cruises are great. I do the all We should do the, uh, we should do the drunk not, party cruise, cruise We should. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Hey, B, can we get the? Uh, can we put that on the uh, the Roll and See One credit card? <laughs> He's like, yeah, as soon as you apply for it. Which one? Have you ever done virtual? Yeah, we're already supposed to be doing the fucking draft. Casino, anything, roulette, blackjack, anything virtual? Yeah. No, I'm not a big virtual guy because I don't trust it. I tried it once, and I played roulette. And I kid you not, it hit green twice in a row, and I couldn't believe it. Took my money just like that. Yeah, yeah. I see, was like, that's that what, never happened. Casino or like on your like computer? Uh, just on my phone. Oh, yeah, no. I downloaded the casino. See, I've done app. the virtual like at Tiverton. Like I've just gone there. Yeah, no, nah, I'm all well, set that's with different. That. Yeah, yeah right, I've done I'll virtual. I've won a lot of money on virtual. Drink and not have to worry about nah, shit. Nah, I want to hear the in Tiverton is. I want to hear the wheels spinning and the ball. Well, they have audio. There's audio. Put, plug your headphones in, you're good to go. He's, he's the kind of guy who's like, well, why go to a concert when you have the cassette tape? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Listen, I don't go to concerts. I Put to the VR headset on. Sounds that much better. What can I say? I mean, I mean who, needs to go? who needs to go on vacation, bro? I got an Oculus. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I got a fan right here. I don't yeah. need nothing. What do I need? I, just, I can play some wave sounds on Alexa, and this fan will blow some. I'll spray some salt water behind it. You know, it's all the same. Pretty much. Um, no, it's it's... I'm not a big virtual guy because I feel like those can be fucking manipulated. They can. Yeah, they it's can. like virtual poker and you're playing virtual poker and like somebody hits. I've never seen a royal flush in all my years <laughs> of playing poker. I've never seen a royal flush ever on a table. No. I've come like one card off a bunch of times. Never seen it. You play virtual poker, there's like one Happens an hour. All the time, you're like, yeah. what the fuck? Well, I saw dude? it one like, time. Remember honeymoon in Vegas? <laughs> Nicholas Cage is yeah. like, ah. Straight flush to the jack. And he's like, bitch, queen. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, ah. Like you. I got to <laughs> say, though, virtual blackjack, you could win a lot of money. I've won thousands on virtual blackjack. I know. I got a couple of buddies at work that do virtual blackjack. It's phenomenal. And they, because, well, blackjack is more of like one of those. It's, well, it's, it's more of. It's, just math. it's a math yeah, you, game, you, right? You try to get 21. But yeah, but, but, yeah, but what does the dealer have? What does the dealer have? Yeah, exactly. You know, okay. Oh, shit. He's about to hit 21. Oh, guess the dealer better hit. Oh, that two's now a three. Huh? And I know yeah, it's not exactly. true, but I, I I do think it's more of a skill game. I mean, it's kind of like 60 40 skill, in my opinion. Because blackjack definitely takes some skill. Well, you got to know. You got to remember what's been coming out, what hasn't hit yet. Like, there's a certain aspect of counting the cards. Any face cards, whatever. Right. And everybody. And the thing is with blackjack, too, is like when you get. You know, three or four guys that are playing, and you're all playing against the dealer. That's when you start winning because yeah. every and then everybody it, it, it's starts a team winning. Everyone's just sitting yeah. there like, "Hey, dealer, it's, fuck." But you. it's like but me, like I, I can't even barely keep track of what's going on with my own shit, let alone <laughs> three other people. So I'm like, "Yeah, now I'm just gonna go to roulette, where all I gotta do is place chips down indiscriminately, and then." Hope, hope the worst hits. thing is somebody that doesn't know how to play blackjack because they screw up the whole they table. They fuck up everything. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know That's what me. I mean? They're hitting. On 12s and 13s, which is great, but then they'll stay on, you know, the worst types of things, like 14s against a 10. It's like, come on, you're not playing the game right. But 
Yeah, I don't what know anything. Do? I don't but know. Joey's anything like, about you already lost me. Bro. I know. I lost him with the with the terminology. No, I mean, I get, it. I get it. I get the under like, but like, I don't know. Like, you know, you double down. You I do think things, Blackjack like, was the first like, you know, when to do it, when not to do it. Yeah, my buddy told me to make money. I watched him play at the casino. It's a fun game. I've played it before at the casinos. I just don't, but I don't pay attention. I'm just like, I'm there. Like that's why I like poker better. Because when I go and I sit there and I play poker, I'm there just to like play. I'm not playing poker. Mm. I'm just playing cards and drinking and drinking and talking shit. Having a so good time. So yeah. I look at it and I'm like, oh, two seven off suit. I'm like, hmm, Steve Atwater's number. I like that. <laughs> sure, I'll call your ple- your pre flop raise. Absolutely. <laughs> the guy's sitting on fucking. And the guy's aces. like, damn. All right, he's got some sweet hole cards. And I'm like, no, I don't. Nope, I got shit. And the next thing you know, the flop comes out seven seven deuce. And and then you know you got. I'm all in. He's got pocket aces. I'm like, okay, me too. What the fuck are you even in on this hand for? I mean, I've had people You're get up and... You're sitting here like, I don't know, like, but my drink was really good. Like, off of fucking tables really? at Foxwoods because they don't like... Because I don't play... I'm not there to play poker. I'm there to shoot the shit, yuck it up, yeah. and play cards. I don't fucking care. I'm not there to make money. I'm not an idiot. Like, I'm not one of those fucking crazy Asians on the third floor <laughs> sitting there, like, counting cards. Coming like, out with duffel bags full y- of money. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. I'm like, nope, that's not me. I'm just here for the free like, drinks, uh, you know. Rollers? Uh, keep them coming. Keep them coming. I've always wanted to get into Baccaray. I heard that's a good game. Uh, a lot oh, of those Asians, they, they make so much yeah. money on it. Oh, I, how do you pronounce it? I thought it was back rat. Uh, maybe back rat. I don't know. I that's what they it. use the Chinese restaurants is the rats, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> Very hearty source of protein. Uh, yeah, it is. Just until, go you to, get, until you yeah, get a bone, just skin. Yeah, or, or you know, or you know, just if you go to Wuhan, you get a contaminated one. Next thing you know, the whole fucking world no, is that suffering. Was bats. That wasn't chicken. But yeah, rats. Yeah, rats. Yeah, bats are Evolution just, man. Oh, what bats? is this? It's a rat burger. A- according to Mickey Mouse, bats are just fucking mice with wings, bro. Like, <laughs> this is true. This is true. That's why Mickey Mouse wanted to fuck that bat in the South Park episode, Science, and that's bitch. why Randy and Mickey Mouse started COVID. But anyway. <laughs> All right, we got uh, 10 minutes left, 774-992-8702. Brandon joining us from uh, Shut Up and Dribble podcast on row1c1.com. Darkness is here with me as always. Uh, Sean couldn't be here tonight. He had some family family things he had to handle tonight. So big ups to Sean, big ups. Yep, but he'll be back. uh, I assume he'll be back next week. We'll we'll find out. So uh, we got, you know, since we got... He is, he is not in any way, shape, or form fired or let go or anything like that, so nothing's wrong. It's he, demanded, he demanded a raise after he, his two dimes. Yeah, he's holding so I want four I'm dimes. I'm an unpaid intern here, just so everybody knows. Yeah, right. Brandon's our intern, which we actually have one of those now. So, yeah. you know, there you go. 23 years old, and there he is. He's, so but, we got 10 minutes. But look at that. It took you, like, what, like two weeks, and you're already on the big show. So <laughs> Something like that. I mean, that's, that's a come up. So, yeah, you know, we're bossing speak, up Speaking here. of the big <laughs> show, like you've been saying, uh, you know, row1seat1.com, um, this is the big show now. This is not just row one, seat one. This is row one, seat one, the show. The show, yes. Whereas Shut Up and Dribble will be another show under row one, seat one.com. Yes. Row one, seat one, the brand. True. Uh, the other major news that we kind of sprinkled on last week was a card deal coming out. Cutting Cards, the newest shop to be in your greater New Bedford area where you can get all your card needs and wants and break some packs and make some money. It's an awkward time to do this promo 10 minutes before the end of the show, but all right, I'm, I'm <laughs> Well, with you it. know, you just fucking go all day We're long. We're talking about making money. Yeah, I mean, you, you could have just, you, you know, you could have told me at the beginning of the show, hey, I want to pro- you know, pump it, you know, could have done it at the top of the hour. I mean, hour, the whole point the was the beginning of the show. You're supposed to talk about the website and all that crap, too, but you Shameless just started talking about 20 promotion. minutes ago. What do you mean? So. We talked about the website all the whole show. That's all we did was talk about the website. A lot of hot articles on there. You guys got to check it out. There is. A bunch, you know, and. A bunch, a bunch. There's a definitely a good one up there about Matthew Stafford, A Rod. Brandon's wrote a bunch of good NBA ones for us. Um, Darkness, Darkness has done a couple, I think. Yeah, I got a few down there. Red I think Sox. there was like a half an article on there. I'm not sure. Yeah, Sean just. Well, no, actually, did you end up posting that? Which one? The 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 trader Danny. 
There is no trade. You Fuck know, you. B, B's <laughs> the one that told me not to post it, so. <laughs> Corporate said no. Corporate <laughs> shut that one down. Uh, Listen, that was a group effort. That was me and Sean. As, as, Sean deleted a little paragraph that I had there. He was like, hey, watch this. And I was like, oh, yeah? I'm going to add a picture to that. <laughs> as, as, the, uh, as the CEO, I, 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 have, I fully back Corporate's decision there. Um, you laughed. <laughs> I, I always do, Douglas. I always do. Uh, but no, let's uh, let's Brandon give us a give us a little tidbit. Give us something. Uh, uh, oh, give us a, give us a couple nuggets here about the NBA coming up. It's it's the dry time of the NBA. It's the All Star break. I think is what going to be like. They're going to combine the All Star game and the skills competition March seventh. Now they are. Um, they're going to make that a thing. It's just it's not. I mean, who fucking cares really? Like in yeah, my opinion, gone. The, the the regular season doesn't start until the All Star weekend. So now we're looking at March seventh as, as kind of the All Star weekend. What do you see? You know, give us something. Give us something to look forward to. Something to absolutely to hype up here. See, this is where I disagree with you because I think the NBA is at its hottest point right now. We got the NBA trade deadline coming up at the uh, end of March, and uh, we got names floating around like Bradley Beal. Um, Which I actually have an autographed Bradley Bradley Beal jersey right behind you. Yeah, right? True that. Yeah. Where, where, where's the autographed jersey? It's on the couch over there. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. with my. I love Bradley Beal. It's I with my autographed great. Charles Haley jersey and my autographed Le'Veon Bell Jets jersey. Mm. And then you have a helmet, too? Uh, no, I traded the helmet oh, for, for the, the uh, uh, Charles Haley jersey. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I think Bradley Beal, you know, he's, he's a name on the trademark. You got guys like Zach Levine, who's another hot name. So I think uh, with teams underperforming, you're going to see a lot of superstars. There's a, you, you talk about the quarterback carousel. It's going to be a superstar uh, carousel in the NBA. Um, and speaking of superstar teams, you got to look at the Brooklyn Nets. Of course, they got James Harden, Kyrie. Kevin Durant, They're, they should be unstoppable, but they have the worst defense in the league and since they have the James Kyrie Harden Kyrie. trade. Remember when Oklahoma had Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook, and they still couldn't get past by LeBron? They, they, they got, got to the finals. Honestly, they got, give and, they got, team, and they got snuffed out in five when games. When that team blew up, that was the demise of two of the three of those people. I agree. I mean, Westbrook, yeah, I wrote an article on the Row 1 Seat 1 uh, website that I think he's damaged goods at this point in his career. Well, he's been I agree. Goods. I read that 30, article and I, I agreed 100%. He's 31 years old. Yeah. He's had a couple injuries now. The contract is ridiculous. He's he doesn't, a walk, win, I mean, he doesn't he's, win playoff games. He's a walking triple-double, but he's not a winner. He's a stat no. sheet stuffer. Yeah. I mean, that's all he is. Teammates don't like him. Yeah, hey, that's great. You, you got the ball in your hand the whole time. Yeah, you gave me the ball twice so I can score to get your assist up. Great. I mean, look at all the guys that have left him. Paul George, you know, went to L.A. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to play with Westbrook anymore. He goes to Houston. Harden leaves to go to Brooklyn or wants, you know, wants a trade. And it's like. And they actually traded Westbrook first. Like, no, they come did. on, stay, they did. stay. Harden's yeah, the one that wanted to leave, and they traded Westbrook first, yeah. you know. So. They're like, no, please, if we get rid of this guy, will you stay? And like, he was like, no. yeah, no. Nope, not going to happen. Nope, no, because, uh, yeah, because uh, it was a Daryl Morey was, uh, he was, you know, he's. Daryl Morey is against genocide, and that pissed off all the NBA players, LeBron and James Harden. And, you know, and now he's in Philly, they're and like, they're building one of the best How dare teams. you talk shit about China? Their genocide is right, goddammit. I feel bad for Houston. You know, I they got a lot of talent right now, but it's like, can they put the pieces together? I know you mentioned that stat, too. They have uh, the best offensive uh, rating right now. No, best defensive rating. The best defensive Since rating. Since the trade, they have the best net defensive rating. So... Uh, all right, obviously the Lakers are the and they're team six to beat. and three. They're six and three since the trade. Obviously. I mean, they are because of the defending champs. But I mean, statistically speaking, I'd still go with the Nets as the team to beat. But the Lakers in the West. Oh, sure. I have no, I have absolutely Listen, the zero. Nets, the Nets there's, can't I'm gonna, stop I'm gonna the, tell you, there's if it's the Nets in the finals. The Lakers, they sweep. can't stop the Lakers. But I, I do think, I do think the series will go to seven because yeah. the Nets are gonna like the Kansas City Chiefs. They're gonna score a lot of points. Yeah, but the the Nets can't defend LeBron and AD. 
I mean, Utah if you put Jazz Kevin Durant have LeBron, a better chance of upsetting be the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals than the Nets do of beating the, the Jazz Lakers. The Jazz and the, the Nuggets have a better. I mean, chance that's a good point. I got to be honest. I didn't give the Jazz any credit in the offseason, and these guys look great. They're they on that win they are easily and, the second best team in the NBA right now. Oh, they the, are. The Jazz are just jiving. They're working, and they're, they're Ro- back to Rona where they they're back to where they were a couple of years ago. Rona Man Gobert got his contract. He did. The last year before COVID, yeah. Shaq needs to apologize to Rudy Gobert right now because. Gobert is playing out of his mind. The He's diesel, a walking double-double. The, double. the Diesel is. apologizes to nobody. <laughs> Can I just say this? Gobert this year has four 20-rebound games already. That's Does insane. he really? Wow. 20 and 20, four 20-and-20 20 20 games. 20 wow. points, 20 rebounds. So uh, trade deadline's coming up. Who do you think Who do you think needs to make the big – like, what of, of the contenders? I don't care about the the, the fringe teams. You know, of, of your, like, you know, kind of the big five – in in the top of the at the top of the the food chain right now, who do you think needs to make the move the most, and what move do they need to make? Well, this one's going to surprise you, but I think the Nets need to make a move right now. I agree. You know, even well, though you defense. just traded for James Harden, you need defense. I think they need a rim protector, and one guy that I'd look out for is Andre Drummond. Mm-hmm. I think he's either going to get bought out by the Cavaliers. Well, they're or already they're already talking about that. Yeah, they are, and I think Cleveland would be kind of stupid to do that because it's like, why are you going to? You just beat the Nets twice. Why are you going to just give them on a silver platter Andre Drummond from a buyout? I, I would try to get some picks, you know, even though they don't have any at this point. See, but. I'm, I'm going to switch that up and say the Celtics need to make that move. I'd love for the Celtics to get Drummond because he they got traded for a second-round pick from the Pistons. Yeah. So if the Celtics can just give them a second-round pick, that'd be Shit, phenomenal. If I was the Celtics, like, here's a first-round pick that we don't do shit with. Yeah, him. why not? You know what I mean? Yeah, Danny Our team's going to be competitive anyway. Here you go. Here's he's our first-round 28-number pick. Get right. It, yeah, Angel's gonna do dick with it anyhow. So. Uh, exactly. So uh, Angel's gonna be like, wait, 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 wait. If you could we be like, hey, Cleveland, remember when we Let's fleeced you? Let's sit on this. Right. Look, this could be Danny Age being like, look, we fleeced you. We gave you it that couldn't even walk anymore. We took Kyrie, which you, you're welcome. Trader Danny. Here we go. We'll give you a first round pick. We'll take Drummond's contract. Go fuck yourself. I gotta say, Danny has been doing a good job over the past couple years. You know, we got Peyton Pritchard, who I love, P Rabbit, even though he's hurt. Game winner. And uh, Naismith. I like Naismith. He hasn't been getting minutes, but I think he has oh, potential. I, he's he's another... been doing a very good job at keeping the Celtics as like a fifth or sixth best team in the Look, NBA. Look, I know They're what you're saying team. about about Naismith, but you drafted another wing when we have two really good wings. I know. Uh, what was the, the final uh, diagnosis on Marcus Smart, by the way? They have. They still say it's a calf strain. But I just I fear that they're I, just, from it's, what it's I, an Achilles. From it's what Achilles. I from what everybody said, it looked like they could see the tendon. So you remember muscle. remember Kevin Durant yeah. in the finals that year yeah. when he planted it and you saw the muscle twitch. Yep. And you just seen it. Yep. That was Marcus Smart. <sighs> so like I think the Celtics are really trying to play like this whole oh it's not as bad trade market trade deadlines coming soon that could be their whole like but oh he's, he's, not, have he's to pass not that a physical. bad. They're calling it a calf uh, calf tear actually. Oh, now they upgraded uh, okay. it to a tear. Yeah, it's a tear. Yeah, so he's fucked for the year. Yeah, they, losing smart is crucial. I mean, uh, offensively, no. Defensively, defensively yes. you know what I mean. I mean, our offense relies on Tatum and Brown, so I'm wow, not too worried he's about. Amazing. He, he's oh, great. Yeah, he's that's, arguably that's better my, than oh, Tatum. No, no, at easy, this point. easy. You're gonna give that's Keith my Wood. Dude right there. Keith's gonna, I love Brown. All of a you're just gonna hear. <laughs> and Keith's gonna have what a you mean? Chub. You hear that? The table's gonna stop. <laughs> he's gonna have a Nick Chubb all of a sudden. Yeah, he's just gonna be like, "Oh my god, there's somebody." Why do we have a floating table? What the and hell's I going say, on? He's gonna start like angrily gnashing his teeth and just like, "Somebody I, get me some sandpaper to jerk off with." A boy, good. 
I was completely wrong about Jalen Brown. I remember in uh, our pilot episode of Shut Up and Dribble, I said we should trade him for James Harden. Yeah, you should go fuck yourself. How about that one? I, I should. <laughs> I think Jalen Brown has been ph- phenomenal. I think him and Tatum are the future of the Celtics, and I think we're going to compete with Philly in the Eastern Conference Finals. That's my prediction. Listen, I mean, Doc Rivers is in Philly now, and Embiid is a soft-ass bitch, and Simmons still can't shoot. Well, he might so. be the MVP this year, so I'd hold off on that one. Yeah. Listen, I don't care what he does during the season. Come playoff time, he's soft. He I is. mean, come on. Let's he cries smart. after Kawhi Leonard hits shot. Of all of six foot three yeah, but let's has punched <laughs> him in the mouth twice. Yeah. And then B's be like, man, he flops a lot, you know. Let's be honest, though. I mean, he does flop a lot. I love smart, but he does flop a lot. Let's be honest. Embiid was, you know, two really, really, really lucky bounces away from going to an Eastern Conference final and potentially a final. So, yeah, you know, let's not let's not just like let's just not dismiss Philadelphia as if they're some sort of shit bum team. Kawhi shot is still fucking retarded, but whatever. That's what I'm talking about. But anyway. All right, guys. Well, hey, thank you for joining us, Brandon. It yeah, was a pleasure having you in the studio. In, thank you. Appreciate and uh, darkness. I'll see you on Tuesday, uh, or perhaps Sunday. I don't know. We'll yeah, bump in. We'll bump uglies. Uh, bump heads, not uglies. There's been know. way too much talk about <laughs> we will dick not, and getting fucked. You and I will definitely not be bumping uglies. No, no. Uh, maybe we'll bump into each other, and it'll be ugly on Sunday because we'll both be shit faced. Yeah. That's kind of yeah, where I was a going. Comma. With. Yeah, that's where I was going with that. Yeah, it's one of those things. Comma. Punctuation Let's edit matters. that one out of the show. Punctuation yeah. definitely matters. Yeah, you know, I'd love to edit it out, but it's live, so, you know. Uh, what said was said. Fuck it, I stand by it. All right. Uh, I do not stand by it. <laughs> All right, for Joey Fats, uh, for Joey Fats, we're going to roll 1C1. I'm Joey Fats. Brandon, thank you again for joining us. Shut Up and Dribble podcast. You can catch that shit on uh, roll1c1.com. Uh, Started up in a couple of weeks. Darkness, I'll see you on Tuesday. And uh, we will be back next one, uh, next Tuesday night, 8.30 p.m., same time, same place. I know. It's, this dude, guy's going backwards. He's like, yeah, next Wednesday. It's the end Fuck. of the show. You know, we're all tired. Well, we've changed days so many fucking times in the show. We should get the phone number down again. Ish. Ish. 508-774. That's Fuck. Not, that's not how it works. Listen, I did go the whole show without referring to Deshaun Watson as Deshaun Foster. That true. might be a first. This is true. That what might about be Deshaun Wilson, as B would refer to him? Right, Deshaun as Wilson. Text yes. yes, our, <laughs> yeah, our wonderful producer. Our producer <laughs> off camera, you can't see uh, Bovo over there. The curtain, he's the man behind the curtain. He's the man behind the TV. Yes. Uh, he's, the Wizard of Oz. He's, uh, he's over there doing all the fun stuff. He's the, Pay no attention the, to what's going on <laughs> back here. He's the reason all this looks so pretty now. Uh, so we'll uh, but we'll be back next Tuesday night, 8.30 p.m. The Bedford Guide, Row 1, Seat 1. Thank you all for joining us. We'll catch you next week. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Peace. Peace.